This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Just dial in toll-free, 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we share with you there. Once again, freetalklive.com with you tonight. It's Ian. Johnny Ray. And Mark. Uh, By the way, major feature of the website allows you to share with us stuff that you think is interesting. Uh, so you can go to freetalklive.com. I noticed you actually submitted something to the website, Mark, because it shows you who the submitter uh, of each item are, who the submitters are. And uh, you submitted one of a uh, thread on the Internet where some people are talking about us on an AR-15 forum, a machine gun uh, forum. That's and right. They call us hippies. That's right. I thought that uh, you know listeners might be interested if somebody was a member over at the Era 15 for maybe they'd want to go and post something, whatever. Oh, I wonder, I haven't actually clicked it, so I wonder if uh, anyone has responded. I don't them. know. That would be interesting. So you know whether it's an internet forum thread or some kind of YouTube video or news article, blog post, whatever you want to share with our listeners and the host of the show, you can submit it over at freetalklive.com, and of course. The entire site is completely free for you. Coming up here tonight, disturbing story out of Belarus, and Johnny Ray has that for us. I don't know if you have it handy uh, at the moment, but... uh, I sure do, and it's from the front page of freetalklive.com. Excellent. Uh, I don't know much about Belarus. I don't even know where it is. I've heard it before. Is this like an old former Eastern Bloc? Yes. uh, Nation. By the way, um, Johnny Ray, one of the things that we do when uh, we mention things we've gotten from freetalklive.com, we mention who the submitter is, and it's Codgis. Uh, oh, thank you. Okay. Codgis. There you go. Yeah, so uh, former. So this was part of the uh, Soviet Union at one time? Mm-hmm. There is? Sure. Okay. Declared independence in 1990. Mm-hmm. Alexander Lukashenko has been the president since 1994. Ah, okay. <laughs> since 1994. And he's popularly elected there. Hmm. Everybody okay. loves him. You kidding? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know much about what's going on. Um, it, can you fill me in? Uh, yes, I certainly can. So let me see if I got this straight. Uh, Belarus, they seceded from the Soviet Union, or the Soviet Union broke apart. And we've talked about the former Soviet states before, and they all went in different directions. Some of them. Doing pretty well, like Estonia. But, Mark, you said Belarus is not really doing so great. Yeah, they they decided that uh, if they just did uh, state control and central planning better than Russia did, that they would finally get make it work. Um, Estonia, as I understand, the legend goes um, in Estonia that uh, some leaders said, well, we will try capitalism. Someone get me a book on capitalism. And somebody gave him like a Milton Friedman book and, you know, off they went. Mm-hmm. And they've been doing great. Belarus, de- Belarus's democracy index rating, whatever that is, continuously ranks the lowest in Europe and is labeled mm. as not free by Freedom House. Yeah, that's that's from uh, Wikipedia.org. Yikes! The story I have is from RedHotRussia.com. Belarus goes back to serfdom. New law forbids the factory workers to quit their jobs. Oh my! Yeah, really. Yeah, that's that's pretty close to slavery. Go ahead. The president of Belarus, Alexander Lukashenko, once again confirmed his reputation of the last dictator of Europe. During his visit to the wood processing factory Boris Odrev, he came up with a new decree. 
according to which the employees of the factories undergoing modernization are not allowed to quit their jobs. Wow. Workers breaking the new law will be punished by forced labor Ugh. at... What's the difference? At the same factory. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're not being forced now, but we're not going to... Or we're going to hurt you by forcing you to work if you decide you want to quit. Because you, you're not you, being forced you now. You work at the factory, da. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that they're trying to cover anything up. I think they're just laying it out there. Right. You will be punished by having to do the jobs that you tried not to do. Because that's what you want, right? I mean, as a factory owner, you really want people that are on the the uh, assembly line that don't want to be there. That's not going to make anything go wrong or have things break before they should or things to be put together incorrectly. No, those things won't happen as a result of that. They wouldn't cut corners as a result of not wanting to be there. The employees, no, they wouldn't. So it's interesting. This is essentially slave labor. I mean, you know, you can't – they're not allowed to do what they want, and uh, the fruits of their labor are taken from them. They obviously get a certain amount to keep themselves alive. Mm-hmm. But then again, so did slaves. They weren't given the money to you know, allocate in certain ways. They were just given shelter and clothing and right. food and whatever. But um, you know, this is you – know, it, makes, it makes you wonder, is it – is it more efficient for the the dictator or the slave master? Because I mean, for an economy, we know that slavery is a terrible way to you know sort of increase overall the economy. But it was you know slavery is something that lasted for you know up till now, but for thousands of years. And you know, tried and true method ever since the agricultural revolution, it was a tried and true method of uh, you know allocating labor. So I, I guess what are the benefits of it? There's what? no good. Thing yeah, there's no answer to that. <laughs> what are the benefits of slavery? Was that your question? Yeah, for the individual who owns the slaves. Okay, I could imagine uh, Alexander Lukashenko, who's been the president, like I said, since 1994. How many years ago was that? Well, Almost 20. Yeah. Yeah. So who's been tw- uh, president for 20 years? Maybe he's doing better off than he otherwise would be. Yeah, sure. He's doing great. Um, uh, he gets, and so con- are the people at the top. Yeah, he he and they get to control the the output of the country of Belarus, but but no one else does. Um, and and that's exactly what I thought of when I was just just reading that first paragraph. Is all about slavery and the incentives to the slave or the slaveholder, and whether or not slavery is a good business model. And it's not because no. because the 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 slave is not going to work. They don't have the correct incentives. They have no incentives. It's not a good business model, but it only could be seen as good in the context of everyone else has slaves. So if each business is slave-run, then some businesses are going to be more successful than others. Some businesses are going to have a better set of slaves uh, than others. So if you had that kind of a you know perspective, then it might seem like, oh, well, this is the way things are. Because if that's the way things were, it seemed at one time, there, were plenty, there was plenty of slavery and, uh, you know, that... To some extent, those businesses were competing against one. Sure, like you're the tallest pygmy, yeah. right? <clears throat> well, I, I don't know that I think that that's entirely true. So one has to ask oneself, uh, how is Lukashenko not doing – Not how is uh, Belarus doing versus the world? But how is Lukashenko doing versus the other – leaders of the world is sort of you know where is he as far as his wealth and his uh probably you know, happiness? not so great i don't know 
Why? Why? Why not? I mean, why? Why? You know, if if, well, if there's more wealth to extract from the people, then the leaders so far, so so called, will be doing better. Well, if you let's let's say for an inst, uh, for instance that slavery is half as uh, productive as, as relative freedom like we have here in America. Okay, okay. and uh, so relative freedom provides you with one hundred. Slavery provides you with fifty units of value over whatever period of time that might be. If slavery, you get ninety percent of the value because you have to put ten percent, um, you know, ten back in. Then you get forty five units out of that fifty. Whereas um, if you get thirty five units by you know, in the free market system, which is about what the, the uh, marginal tax rate, top marginal tax rate is, then you do better as the slave master with 45 than you do with the sla- um, as the, you know, the president with 35. Yep. Yep. Sure. Um, one thing that uh, from a different angle I would like you to consider is that there are gains can be all different kinds. You can have monetary gains right. and you can have non-monetary gains. And if you look at the pictures uh, of Alexander Lukashenko that are here at Red Hot Russia, uh, where he's making this decree, he does not look like he's having a good life. He looks like <laughs> really? an, an incredibly unhappy man. Well, I imagine he's not getting a lot of accolades, um, you know, I mean, or that they seem rather hollow from uh, the, the poor people that, that he rules over. Really, I'm I'm pretty ignorant about Belarus, but um, but uh, he looks very. It's unhappy. better than North Korea. I wonder how much better. It's got a longer border, so it has to be somewhat better. Eight five five four fifty three. The SACL CAI toll free line here. You're welcome to share your thoughts. Maybe you've been to Belarus. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control. Are you a fan of beer, liberty, and good conversation? Do you support freedom, peace, and voluntary interaction? Are you looking to meet others who think like you? Don't wait for your move to the Free State Project to get started when you can do something about it today. This is Amanda Mill, encouraging you to set up a Liberty on the Rocks network near you to begin connecting and informing libertarian thinkers over drinks. Visit www.libertyontherocks.org. This is Free Talk Live. You bring up whatever you want. Toll-free number, 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features we share with you there. And those features include news updates. You can get signed up, and we'll keep you in the loop with email or Twitter or Facebook posts to let you know what's going on with Free Talk Live. And if you are following us on Twitter and Facebook, you'll get more than just the news about the show. You'll also get updates during the program, uh, like questions, observations, show prep posts, things like that. You can go to news.freetalklive.com to get signed up for all those. That's news.freetalklive.com. And Bitcoins apparently went on a little run today, Mark. You were just telling us it went up to, what, $13.45? 47 is the high today. Um Wow! It, it, yeah, it's, and that was up from like twelve thirty something the other day, like yesterday or something. Yeah, it was. It's, it's been, a, been a darn good run um, today. What's it down to right now, though? It's I think it uh, about thirteen twenty five. Okay, so it's yeah. up quite a bit. Yeah, so uh, what's at highest point this year, right? Yeah, I wish it run up the, right this uh, like this right after the the having that occurred, um, you know, about a week ago, because then I'd look like I was smart. <laughs> it seems like for the uh, the past couple of 
maybe two months it had just been on on what what I felt like was a strong steady burn hanging around ten fifty eleven yep and past five six seven days it has been that 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 steady burn has gotten hotter well you never know what's going to happen it is something that's totally new totally unchecked you know un there's no way to predict what the bitcoin's going to do but it seems to be going up in general and there are ways for you to get your hands on some bitcoins number one bitinstant.com yeah bitinstant.com is the fastest safest easiest way to get your bitcoins there's certainly other ways to get bitcoins out there but uh you know, BitInstant is has a lot of advantages. Uh, like I said, fastest, safest, safest, easiest. If you're, you know, just trying to get somebody to send you some bitcoins on the internet and using PayPal, you, you know, you could send them some money and not get anything back. So whatever that percentage point or something you were going to save might not have been worth it. It's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot of Bitcoin buy-in to make that percentage point go away. So uh, bitinstant.com, uh, you know, I think it's the I think it's the best choice. Bitinstant.com. Right. I agree. I've shopped there and will do so again. Let's go to Eric listening in Sprague or Sprague, Connecticut. Eric. Uh, yeah. You're on you're on you Free doing, Talk guys? Live. Hey guys, I have a message for the uh for the cranker that I call in. Okay, sure. You were hovering over so the dump I, button. I listen to your uh, podcast every day, so I'm usually a day behind. Right. And I drive uh, about 45 minutes to pick up uh, my younger daughter. Meanwhile, my older daughter is in my backseat. She's six years old. And then you got these knuckleheads calling in, dropping F-bombs, they using all sorts of dirty words. Then I have to explain to my daughter what these words mean and how these guys are just being jerks. That's why I tell the crankers, please stop. I'm tired of explaining to my daughter what F-bomb means. Well, there you go. And they haven't called tonight, so maybe we'll get lucky. And we are implementing new uh, new procedures when we know that the uh, crankers are out there to make things just a little bit more difficult. Uh, and that essentially will result in them having to give up their phone number in order to get on the air. So if uh, okay. one of them does do that, then that would be kind of useful to have their phone number. Yeah. Well, I know you guys catch the catch it uh, before I catch the airwaves, but I don't listen, you know, over the air. I listen to your podcast. Right, right. yeah, the podcast you know, is get, uncensored. Get two, three so. words in, and then you cut them off. Yep. Eric, thanks for the call. And there's a, you really are telling the truth, too. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, I've been having some of the same feelings as Eric. I've been I've been hoping for you to be just trigger happy with some of these people. Like when that 12-year-old gets on, I I just want you to get rid of him. Just dump him right out the gate? Yeah. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be fair, though, if he wasn't intending to crank call. I mean, every now and then you'll get somebody who's very young who really does want to talk about something. Yeah. I mean that has happened on Free Talk Live. And sure. Some of those calls, but have been you've very seen good. it. You've seen you've seen it uh, as as I've heard it put before. You've seen it the past couple of times coming right down Fifth Avenue. Well, it's because it, they've been a, they've been in a pattern. I mean, they've been calling right out the gate. With first you talk, call. when you call in, your voice <laughs> yeah. is cracking with the anticipation of saying the f bomb on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you know, I mean, you, you can guess what's going to happen. Yeah. So there you go. Eight, now that's five, the five. that's funnier than every crank that they've had so far, and it's not that funny. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, they've been particularly bad, and the one guy does sound familiar, uh, but you never know because you know boys in that age range kind of tend to sound the same. So I wouldn't want to treat a legitimate call as though it were illegitimate without knowing first. Yep, you give them a chance. It's free talk live. Yep, 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number. You can bring up anything that you want. Now, speaking of jobs, uh, because we were talking about Belarus and how it is that they apparently are now banning factory workers from quitting their jobs, 
Although it seems like it's only for a period during modernization. It's at particular plants that are undergoing modernization. So improve your uh, factory, and then in the meantime, uh, you can't quit your job, I guess, or the you know the employees there can't leave. And if they do leave, they'll be forced to. They'll stay. be punished with forced labor at the factory that they tried to get a, that they tried. Does to quit. forced labor mean no pay for their work? Good question. Uh, I'm I I would I would suggest I would guess yes. So they live in they live in prison and then uh, get you know are forced to go there. I guess I, this guy yeah. this guy Lukashenko is a genius. That must be why, what, be why he's been president for eighteen years. You know, good good question though. How how does the forced labor work? Do they have to live on premises on a cot in the back? Uh, do they ha- you know do they are they allowed to go home and somehow be transported to the job and if they don't show up then they're whipped I mean what what does that mean what is what are the details of that program well, anyway if you know more you're welcome to share it with us speaking of jobs though it looks like the New York Times is going to be going through some more layoffs uh, and this is the mm. very same newspaper that for years now has had some serious financial difficulties, as many newspapers have. A lot of papers have shut down entirely or sold uh, to you know competitors at pennies on the dollar. So what do you think about this, Ian? We've talked about this many times. Are you dancing on the grave of uh, newspapers? What do you think about that? Am I dancing on their grave? No, I just think it's fascinating. Because people in radio generally don't like uh, newspapers. I like it when newspapers cover what we do in radio. That's mm-hmm. always nice. Uh, but no, I mean, I think that some newspapers are a valuable local news resource, and I hope that they can continue operating. But it's fascinating watching old business models uh, fail in the new kind of the new economy, in the new media world where the Internet is competing. And the same thing's happening to radio. It's just happening at a, a kind of a slower pace uh, Radio is a little bit more prevalent in people's lives of various diff- very different demographics. Uh, so radio, I think, has more staying power for whatever reason. It's just – it's more present. You know, It's something that a lot of people punch up when they get in their car and go to work and a lot of people still get in their car and go to work and it's easier to flip the radio on than it is to punch up uh, you know, Free Talk Live's live stream on your, your smartphone. It's just easier. It's just you – know, you turn the car on, it's there. You got to go to the smartphone. You got to unlock the phone. You got to go on the app. You got to load up the stream, uh, and it's got a buffer. And it's going to take you half a minute to a minute to, you know, from starting from zero, uh, get an internet stream going in your car. You might even have to plug it into the radio somehow. Yep. So there's some steps. You got to be a little dedicated. Even to, satellite radio has, uh, you know, some challenges compared to regular sort of broadcast radio. Yeah, you were you were telling me and showing me that apparently the satellite radio drops out around here, at least in your car. In I don't my know car, if it's it true drops in, out in other cars. Eight five five four fifty free. The SACL CAI toll free line. I mean, you'd think if you're in the woods, you'd be all right as far as satellite signal goes, but. I don't know. 855-453. We'll tell you what's going on with the New York Times here in a moment because it's not looking good despite their brand new paywall that they put up a year ago. It's Free Talk Live. Under the mistletoe this year, there's only one thing you should be slipping into your lover's mouth. Stateless sweets, delicious, handmade, all-natural candy. The holidays are going to be full of empty calories this year, so make your calories count with the very best handcrafted confections. Chocolate-covered pistachio brittle, salted honey caramels, English toffee, and the best fudge you've ever tasted. You need this for your holiday parties. Go to statelesssweets.com and use coupon code FTL to save 10%. Statelesssweets.com. (laughs) 
<laughs> that went out over the air. Johnny Ray is talking to the uh, Studio Kitty Ravage. Yeah. 855-450-FREE. You can see him over at cam.freetalklive.com as he's currently in Johnny Ray's lap. Uh, so once again, cam. Aggressive friendliness that goes yes. on here. Uh, cam.freetalklive.com. He knows what he wants and knows how to get it. Uh, and the cam is free, like the rest of the features on the website. Uh, you can go over there and enjoy those on us. Though, if you like the show and you'd like to help support Free Talk Live, we would like you to shop with us. Go to shop.freetalklive.com and you will find their links to Amazon as well as some other online shopping opportunities. When you click into those links, Free Talk Live usually benefits in some sort of financial way. So with uh, Amazon, we'll get like 7 or 8% of most purchases. Electronics, I think it's around 4%. But pretty much everything else on the site, 7 to 8%. So it makes a big difference for us. And you're getting the same great Amazon prices, the same super selection that they have and free super saver shipping and you know the same Amazon experience you're used to. You're just entering through our website. Uh, so go to shop.freetalklive.com if you want to get your online shopping taken care of and help Free Talk Live out all at the same time. Again, shop.freetalklive.com. Phone lines are brought to you by SACL CAI. SACL CAI is a phone, or excuse me, a company that uh, handles accounts receivable. You can find their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the ha- right hand side of the page. Uh, one of the principals over there, Jason Osborne, is a big supporter of Free Talk Live and a big supporter of Liberty. So if you've got a business and you need to try something new in the area of accounts receivable, please keep SACL CAI in mind. SACL CAI. All right. So let's go to the phones and get back into the New York Times here in just a moment and what's happening with their faltering business. Uh, but first, we go to Jared. He's in Michigan on the amp lines. Hey, Jared. Hey, guys. What's up? What's on your mind? Hey, I just... I just wanted to vent. I've been listening to you guys since probably 2008, maybe earlier. Okay. And That's a I've long been time. Amping for a while. Yeah, I've been also amping, and whenever I order online, I always go through the shop. Oh, great. Uh, freetalklive.com. Thanks for that. Because you guys do spread the ideas of liberty, and you're one of the few radio shows, as I've said in the past when I've called you, who is out of that left-right paradigm. But yeah. It's it's harder for me to advocate for people to tune into your show when you have prank callers, and I understand you can't control them. Yeah. But when you say things like, "Well, you know, we always appreciate a good prank," I mean, I'm just one person, but I don't because it makes the show sound stupid and it bothers me because it shouldn't be that way. Number one and mm. number two, you know, again, pardon me if I'm just being cranky about this, but I think you you're being cranky about like it, Mr. Okay, I I, I might be, but. <laughs> Then when you have things like Mr. Tack Pants, my head hurt after listening to that garbage. <laughs> I mean, I was working out listening to it, and the words just were, it was just hurting me. And I'm thinking to myself, if I, if I spend two weeks trying to get a person or a coworker to tune into the show, God forbid if that was the show that they tuned into, because they would never listen to it again. Yeah. yeah. Can't win them all. I, I, you know, I absolutely understand where you're coming from. And, you know, in sort of the business world, one thing that like the advice would be is, look, be something that your customers can count on. Mm-hmm. And uh, Free Talk Live isn't entirely that and, you know, probably isn't wholly, you know, it's, it's certainly not wholly that. Um, you know, we, we try to, to change things up a little bit here and there and, and, and that kind of thing. But there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of precedent for this. Um, if you listen to any radio show for any period of time, you'll find that they deviate from their format relatively regularly. I mean, Rush Limbaugh has his, uh, you know, these spoofs and he parodies. He goes on about football. 
football, yeah. Yep, and he'll go on about football for quite some time. Dr. Joy Brown, I've heard her talking about, uh, she's one of those radio shrinks, I've heard her talking about like uh, Broadway. Oh, yeah, she talks about Broadway a lot. And she'll also uh, do do studies. She'll talk about studies and oftentimes their relationship. The pants went on until like 38 minutes into the podcast. That's roughly, I'd say, about. It's a full hour. He was on for an hour. Yeah, full hour. And like I said, I may be cranky. I understand it's Free Talk Live. It's not the Jared show. I get that. But just within reason, I'm just trying to picture, like, say, if I convince my father or my brother to finally, you know, turn off Rush Rush Limbaugh and turn on something new, and they hear about some crazy kook up in Canada (laughs) or wherever this clown is from, like, it would just make me look stupid and. Even though it's wrong, it would make you guys look stupid, even though you're Well, here's what not. I'd recommend. If you're worried about that, I mean, it's pretty rare that we do a Mr. Tackpan-style uh, interview. The last one we did was with Gene Ray. Before that, we've had the Breatharian the guy. Oh, yeah. That uh, guy, too. That, that guy's a kook. Yeah, the, guy, uh, the Breatharian guy, the guy that claimed to eat air, but actually turned out he was eating a bunch of uh, cheeseburgers, supposedly. Uh, so, you know, every now and then we'd like to have a good uh, crazy person on just to have fun. Uh, and, you know, th- there's nothing wrong with having <clears throat> having fun on a, on a radio show. We'd have fun, lighthearted topics, some that are not based on, you know, liberty at all or in any way related. could just be some sort of personal issue that somebody has getting into oh, that. Oh, I get that, too. Uh, That's fine. And, you know, if there's some sort of – well, I mean, but everybody has their preferences. Some people right. really like it when we have crazy people on and talk to them, and, and some people really like – I could be, I could be outnumbered. Let me yeah. let me address this. Uh, well, I was just going to rec- recommend if you want to recommend us to somebody, br- give them the audio that you like. Yeah. You know, if, when you're listening to an episode and you think, "Oh man, these guys are on point tonight," make a note and download that, idea. and you know, burn it to a CD or something like that, or put it on a flash drive. But um, you know, when that you might not be a bad idea. When you think about the sober mindedness, consider for a second that uh, Free Talk Live we we don't just talk about liberty issues too. Sometimes we'll get on um, you know issues of uh, you know having a positive mental attitude. We'll have uh, we'll get on issues of uh, you know money management. Mm-hmm. We'll get on issues of uh, religion. Yeah, and oh, that'll if, piss people off. I can't tell you how many times <laughs> we've been told shut up about religion and yeah. talk about liberty because you ruin it when you talk about religion because the religious people won't listen to the, your ideas of liberty if you talk. Intertwined. They're yeah. intertwined, though. If somebody is restricting your freedom in the name of God or in the name of a church, then it is worth talking about. And it's like I said, I'm not the be-all, end-all of what you should and shouldn't talk about, but I guess it's just a common of all prank callers and then this kook out of Canada. It just came to my mind. It's like, my God, what are these guys doing? But I, I don't know. I appreciate you sharing. I mean, yeah, I mean your, I, your critique's valid. The, the the only thing I've got to say is, is uh, a you're going to have to give us a solution, and uh, if the solution is is don't have on the uh, um, you know the offhanded crazy person every once in a while, then I don't know if we're going to go for that because sometimes it's fun. Um, I didn't get to hear the Mister Tackpans thing, and as I understand, this is a man that was truly mentally ill, not uh, some guy who's you know. You think funny. Gene Ray's a faker? I, I do. I do. I think he's a character. <laughs> I think that is okay, ridiculous. Fair enough. The only advice I would give. Then, like you had that prank call on that little kid who said he was from Bangor, Maine, or something. Yeah. If you get a call from a kid who sounds like he hasn't cracked puberty and he can barely wipe his own bottom, perhaps you should just dump him and not even let him. That on is here. so mean. And you know what? I I appreciate your I'm call tonight, Jared. Thank you for the call. <laughs> I appreciate hearing from you. The, okay, so let me explain why I don't do that. Uh, that when we started doing Free Talk Live, there was a show on that 
was in our slot on Real Radio 105.9 yeah. in Sarasota, Florida, which is where we started doing this show. The Drew Garabo Show. That's right. Uh, the Drew Show. And Drew, I believe, is currently some kind of a rock DJ in the morning somewhere in Orlando. This so is real in the morning. He's still in the business. I imagine he's still doing the same. I imagine he's still doing the same gimmicks, uh, which basically amounted to trivia contests on the air, which I think are some of the worst uh, kind of radio that you can possibly have. But I used to be a Drew Garabo fan when I lived in you were Orlando. A fan. Yeah, I listened to Drew Garabo every you mean when night. you were in prison. Yep, when I was in prison, um, and you know, hey, prisoners got inter- got to entertain hey, themselves. There you go. And I would listen for about an hour every night uh, before I went to bed. Well, I mean, when you're in prison and all you have to listen to is the radio, and maybe it that's was, right, minimize it. You know, people. I would listen to Drew Garabo in that particular circumstance. The fact I mean, is, is that evening radio is less listened to than daytime radio, and overnight radio, which is what Garabo was on at the time, oh, really? is even less listened to than yeah. that. So, yeah, I mean, you got to be entertaining for the audience that you have. But Garabo had uh, a rule, and I don't know exactly how he enforced it, and that was that if you were under twenty-five, you couldn't get on. Okay. And I just felt like that's not fair. I mean, it's not fair to people who are young and have valid things to say and good questions to ask. And we've had younger callers on this show be absolutely outstanding and interesting and, you know, curious. And I wouldn't want to shut those folks out because one of the people who's their age is a brat. Well, that's not fair. And for everybody that's upset about the the crankers, just remember we've implemented new practices, and we'll they're old practices. They've just been implemented, re-implemented now. old practices that work. Eight five five four fifty free, but they haven't worked because we haven't really implemented them until last night. Well, that's eight five five four fifty free. It's Free Talk Live. You take control. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything you want at 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we share with you there. Once again, freetalklive.com. With you here tonight, it's Ian. And Johnny Ray. And Mark. And don't forget that uh, if you would like to get interactive, you can do that in a variety of different ways. One, you can actually submit content to the site. It can possibly appear on the front page. You can comment you can go to our bulletin board system, get interactive with other listeners there. The chat room as well. It's all available over at freetalklive.com, and it's all completely free. Once again, freetalklive.com and Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Free State Project. Now over two-thirds of the way toward its goal of 20,000 participants. Now with more liberty. Well, and that's true too, I think, although there's still uh, work to be done. Quite Free a bit State Project it. fights tyranny. Quite a bit of work to be done. Uh, there was the, uh, what was it? The Oh, God, I think it wasn't Heritage. It was one of the other, Fraser Institute. Fraser Institute came out with the Economic Freedom of the North America charts. Oh, really? Uh, for 2012. Okay. Although they're using data from 2010. So uh, New Hampshire just barely cracked the top 15. And that includes, uh, that's only for U.S. If you include Canadian provinces, there were one or two of them that were in the top five. So that punt pushes uh, New Hampshire down to 16. Now, the Mercatus so, Institute, though, said that New Hampshire was the top-rated, the freest state in America. 
That's what they said. Now, again, Frasier is the economic freedom of North America. So I don't know what differences, you know, they factored in. I think that New in. Hampshire can use some help in the economic freedom area. But when it comes to social liberties, like, you know, driving without a driver's license or open carrying a firearm. Uh, it's not legal to drive without a license in New I, I Hampshire. I didn't mean a driver's license. I meant to. Uh, Although Michelle seatbelt. Seven, seatbelt our say. former co-host from Thursday nights, who's now going to be traveling about the country, as I understand it. Uh, she did have her vehicle registration ticket thrown out in court today. Oh, good. So oh, nice. that was nice to hear about. And yeah, we got to see her, uh, Johnny Ray and I did, right before she left. That was, was sweet nice. sorrow. You put on a special shirt just for her. It was very very sweet. That's right. I wanted to get a picture taken with her mm-hmm. because, you know, she's so good looking. I just wanted to just wanted there to be a picture of me with her. So if if she was go, going away, maybe who knows when I would see her again. I wanted some record that I had that I had been there, been in her presence, and that she had touched me <laughs> voluntarily. You could just talk about yeah, yeah. She was all into me and stuff. So um, anyway, freestateproject.org. We've got some work to do, but it is still one of the best economies uh, in the entire North, you know, North America. Uh, when you look at the map of uh, all the states, they give you a nice colored map with pretty uh, colors on it green being the most free economically it is one of the greener uh states out there not red it is green so that's a good thing uh but the more people we can get here the more that situation is going to improve and those numbers were from 2010 so maybe they already have improved it is uh you know two years later at this point it just takes them that long i guess to run the numbers and calculate the statistics and put together put together the reports um but it's interesting, you know, what kind of an effect activists can have when they focus their efforts on one area. We've already seen it happening here. There have been real concrete wins in the political sphere, in the civil disobedience realm. We've got more liberty-oriented media being produced here than anywhere else that I'm aware of. And it's a real movement. There was somebody down, uh, Clyde Voluntarist, who is, or actually I think he's Clyde Freeman now, but uh, he's down in North Carolina. He purchased a home up here in Keene recently, which is great news, actually, right across the street from the LRN.FM studios. And he was, I guess, in a randomly in a parking lot of a, like a DMV uh, down there, and somebody pulled in with uh, New Hampshire plates, and he struck up a conversation with him. Asked him if he'd heard of the Free State Project, and he had, and he'd heard of Free Talk Live, too, and just like one of those random things. You know, you're down in North Carolina, you see somebody from New Hampshire, and they know they're connected. And you know, he didn't they, say those a-holes after he... Uh, he didn't report anything negative about that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he had listened to Free Talk Live, but he uh, claimed to have heard of us. Hmm, cool. So, it's a, it's a small state. I mean, there's only 1.3-some million people living in new hampshire that's why we can have an impact here because you get activists together in the same place you have a greater impact just in general wherever you are and then if you get activists in a place where the population is lower than most states then you have an even greater impact and it's working so go to freestateproject.org and get signed up because we sure could use some help i mean it is going to take a lot more effort uh, but we're making strides unlike pretty much the rest of the liberty movement who are treading water at best, but they're usually losing ground because the state continues to encroach upon people's freedoms. Uh, so go to freestateproject.org to learn more. Now, we've been talking about the New York Times briefly here, and apparently the financial troubles have yet to end. They thought it was going to be uh, the solution to their problems to put up a paywall. I think it was like a year ago that that happened. And I'm afraid that hasn't really solved their problems. According to the week.com, it announced 
that uh, the New York Times, that is, announced that it would offer buyout packages to 30 newsroom employees and that layoffs would ensue if the 30 spots were not voluntarily filled, citing a meaning that they're going to give folks the option to leave. And they did this at one point uh, when I worked at... Sounds uh, like a little more than an option, but yeah. Well, they did this at one point when I worked at the big Kmart. Uh, There were too many employees there that had been working there for a long time, and Mm -hmm. they'd just gotten raise after raise after raise, and... You guys got to go. Kmart decided that, uh, you know, we appreciate you, uh, appreciate your efforts, but we could fill your position with somebody who's half your age and pay them not quite half as much, but a lot less. And doesn't have quite a sour of an attitude. Well, I don't know if that's true. I think that uh, some of these ladies were very nice. I I worked with them. And uh, anyway, they were given the option to retire. Now, if they didn't retire, it wouldn't guarantee that they would be fired, but it was probably one of these similar situations where they had to cut, you know, worker costs, and so they offered severance packages, and you know, they made it attractive for uh, for these ladies, and, and many of them jumped at the opportunity. Sure, get so, out of there, and then go take the the you know the, the the package, and then move on and work someplace else. You don't have to work, stop working. Work down the street at the new Walmart that opened <laughs> right. up, and then ate the store for lunch. You know, it's lunch. Uh, anyway, the. So the they cited a difficult economic environment that has led in recent years to a 60% staff reduction on the paper's business side, according to their executive editor. See, the, the business side, does that mean sales? Good question. Uh, here's it could what I, administration. I'm not sure. Okay, so here's my standard solution for dailies out there. Um, I think that weeklies are generally doing pretty well. What if dailies adopted the method of – what if a daily adopted the methods of weeklies, meaning more uh, concentration on advertising? So instead of having – I don't know, what is it, a quarter to a half, uh, no, excuse me, a quarter to a third maybe of the newspaper being ads, mm-hmm. you know, go to three quarters. Let people leaf through more ads to get to the news content. Doesn't that hurt your advertisers? What do you I mean? D- in general, doesn't it make it so, like there's a paper around here in, in uh, the Keene area, the Monadnock Shopper, which is one of these weeklies that yep. you're talking about. And they are doing well. Yep. Uh, but I ever, whenever I look at the front page of that thing, I'm overwhelmed because there are what appears to be something like 40 advertisements on the front page alone. And it just makes me uh, too much information, can't really focus on this, not interested in looking to see if there's any advertisers I care about in there. It's just too much. I think that uh, what they would do, what the advertisers would do with that circumstance is buy, buy a larger ad. Mm-hmm. Um, because what that would do is it would make ads cheaper. It would allow yeah. businesses in your town uh, to, you know, more businesses to get out, get more services in front of more customers. I mean, people pick up the weeklies just to look at the ads. Imagine if they were picking up the dailies just to look at the ads. I mean, that would be that many more people. You shouldn't be charging people for your paper. It shouldn't cost money for people to look at your ad venue. Um, so That would be a really cool thing to see a daily paper actually go free. Yep. That would really, I think, help people be more likely to pick one up, especially since they're trying to charge 75 cents in a lot of cases. That's what they're charging here in uh, in Little Keene, and you get this miserable little paper. I mean, you, yeah. you put 75 cents in this machine, it comes out. <laughs> I hope you don't have to line the birdcage with it. It better be a small bird. It's uh, the, the paper itself has been cut back on its size. Yep. It was a, width. Se- several, several years it's, ago It's now. a not-so-broad broadsheet. Right. Yeah, they they literally lobbed about two inches off of the paper, I would say. I mean, if you look at the window that the newspaper machine has, the display window, you can it doesn't fit in the window anymore. It's it's short on the both the right and the left side of that. This about is happening across America. Sure. Yeah, it is. I've seen it in more than one place. 
And so, you know, times are definitely tough, and they're hurting but papers all over the place. They I think, think when that I, they're going to keep doing the same things they've done and get different results. Right. When you're talking about the Manadnock shopper, I think it's very possible. What I do is I read the article on the front page. You do? Okay. And I, I think it's, it's, it's likely that my subconscious is picking up these ads Possible. on the the right side or the bottom or whatever and uh, maybe when i'm when when someday down the line i need a vinyl floor refinished or right. something or then something just just pops into my head and i don't know where it came from it's certainly that is certainly a possibility and uh, mark is the advertising guru on the show what do you think about that i, abs- I, I, I mean, you used yes. to sell magazine ads you want to be that resource for people and whatever it takes but the thing is, is the it's going to benefit everybody the advertisers will be in front of more eyes more often the paper will if be they distributed. Go free. Yeah, if they go be distributed to more people, and but they can't see that. They can't see that as a possibility because all they see are their spiraling, uh, you know, increasing costs, spiraling. Uh, you they know, have rates. a huge market share. They have a much larger market share than their competition. Take advantage of it now. Toll free numbers eight five five four fifty free. Let's talk more about what exactly is happening though. Here in moments, hour two's next. It's free talk live. Puke in the Gang, the podcast for grumpy young men, brings you issues. We are talking about raping babies. I love Nazis. Beast Jesus. News. New York shuts down vibrator giveaway. Here's a fun story out of uh, Spain. El Correo. No, wait, that's a newspaper. Personal stories. I kicked a windshield once because I was angry. I just got annoyed and I wanted to die. I know all the words to get jiggy with it. I have a horribly tiny penis. Responsible journalism. I'm drinking my liquor. When we do the show, we're generally drunk. Pukeinthegang.com. And cake. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Still to come, more about the failing newspaper business, or at least the daily newspapers are having a tough time. Weekly's doing all right. 855-450-FREE, as I understand it. At least maybe you know more. You're welcome to add your thoughts to the discussion. 1-855-450-3733. Plus more international news coming up where a French mayor has demanded that you be courteous if you live in his town. Uh, We'll tell you, Mark will have that story here in a little bit. But let's go to the phones first. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. 855-450-FREE. Let's go to Colin listening in Nashua, uh, New Hampshire. Colin, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Ian and Mark. Hey, How you doing? And Johnny Ray's here too. Go ahead, Colin. Doing great. Hey, I'm suspicious. Up, I think Colin's hey, a cranker. Um, yeah, I want to talk <laughs> about uh, the Electoral College. Uh, I kind of already, I, I guess, kind of have a slight idea on how y'all feel about that. But uh, I just want to kind of get a deeper understanding about y'all take on Electoral College. Sure. Do you have any specific questions or just in general? No, it's just, it's just it's like a general question. I. I think that uh, there's value in the Electoral College, and I can see the argument for offices like the president being, uh, you know, the, the president being um, elected by a popular uh, vote. But I think that what it does is it takes uh, states that are inconsequential and makes them less consequential. Does it? Yeah, it does. But yeah, I agree. Bigger states have more electoral because, I mean, votes. It's, it's- what, um, I was going to say for yeah for some states for some states to get about um, nineteen twenty votes and then for us to get three votes, I think that personally it'll be much more um, much more unfair if um, it could it could it could be ran based on popular vote. I tend to agree with that, but I think that another problem with the electoral college is that there isn't really an obligation for the electors to vote for who the winner is in a state, right? Like the the elector can technically vote for whoever they want, isn't that true? 
They could. Right. So ultimately, there's no if there's no obligation for them to vote in a particular way and nobody really knows who the electors are, it just seems like one of those yet another example of how the election process in this country is really questionable and just not transparent. Well, I'm with Mark on this. The Electoral College and a lot of the other complexities written into the Constitution originally were designed to make the selection of our leaders kind of a federalist sort of a deal. Uh, The states were – there was more to the country than just this giant blob, but the states had their own special importance. Rhode Island has got electoral representation far beyond its 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 share of the population, I'm pretty sure. And, yeah. and I think that's generally how it is for most of the small states, that, that the Electoral College affords them more influence than they would otherwise have. Well, and think about California for a second. If you're a Republican voting in California for president, you might as well stay home. So, um, I mean, the only thing California's Great. good for is going out and fundraising for the Democrat or, or the Republican. I suppose there's plenty of uh, Republicans in California that might want to give money to affect the, the presidential race. But there are really only a handful of states that matter at any in generally in any given election. So that's why they tend to stick in those areas. But you wouldn't have the you wouldn't have the primary season, the vetting process that goes on uh, during the primary season uh, without the essentially the electoral college because you wouldn't have, you know, first New Hampshire, then South Carolina, first New Iowa, then New Hampshire. What South is that? Carolina. What does the primary season have to do with the electoral college? Well, because it's uh, because it's a state votes. I mean, it's state primaries. Um, it would you know, it'd be weird to have uh, state primaries when it's What a, does that have to do with the Electoral College? I'm sorry if I'm totally okay. ignorant on this. The so Electoral yeah. College is a is the is the are the people that vote for president. That's right. We vote for in our states, we vote for the electors in our given state that will go on to vote for the president of the United States. Purportedly. Purportedly. And large by and large, by a large percentage, they do. Mm-hmm. So um, if and since it's a statewide election, it's not a national election, it makes sense that primaries would be statewide also. Doesn't that make sense? Since the general election yeah, is a statewide – hold on. I'm sorry, Colin. I'm still trying to figure this out. Uh, okay. But what does that have to do with a primary? I, I'm still – am I totally dense the on this? The primary for president? The primary period. You said it's that well, it, the, we're talking about the the, elect, the election of the president of the United States, right? Uh-huh, there yeah. are lots of things that go on in a, in a state primary, but why would you split up the primary into different states, selecting well, who the president's going the to be? The idea is to narrow down who the choices would be. That's the point. That's of a primary. right. Yeah. And why would why in the world, if we had a, a nationwide election, would a state like New Hampshire be able to choose? Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, I got uh, yeah, I get where you're coming from. A nationwide election. I wasn't really even seeing that as what the suggestion was being. I just That's what it would be. Uh, okay. The other the other alternative. First off, here's my here's my suggestion. Number 1 uh, for uh, electing president, make sure that everyone has the option of voting none of the above and that the uh, the office will stay vacant for the term of oh, the election if uh, if that is what is voted on. Um, I support that. I support that for every office, sec- none of the above. Uh, you know, secondarily, uh, I think that uh, you know, discussing the electoral college versus general is kind of like, uh, let's turn this chair this way on the Titanic. No, right. no, let's turn I it that way. I tend to agree. That was where I was going to go next and like, well, what's really the point of all this? They're not going to change this system. And there's too much money vested in it. Right. So 
I, I tend to agree that this conversation, while it's an interesting discussion, uh, ultimately is, you know, it opens us up to the kind of discussion where people just hypothesize what they would like to see for the federal government, what tweaks, what changes they think would be appropriate. But that'll never happen because things are too entrenched. Things are the way they are in Washington, D.C., and no amount of talking on the radio, I think, is going to change that. But, Colin, what are your thoughts? Well, um, I was going to say that um, how about we just get rid of Electoral College altogether, and uh, whether it's the uh, primary or whether it's the final election, it gets to be based on popular vote. So that way, everyone has a fair chance that a vote will actually count, despite whether you know, whether the state is Democratic or whether the state is Republican. I feel like going by popular vote, every vote will count. I mean, I, w- I do agree with y'all about, you know, um, I do agree with y'all, which I said earlier, but, you know, what, what is our realistic alternative? Well, I think if you can change the current way, if if you get the opportunity to switch from uh, you know electoral college to the uh, the general election that you're talking about here, this sort of nationwide election, then you would have the same opportunity to go get away from this zero sum winner takes all voting process. I mean, the idea that I've got to choose you know one of the Republicans. There's all kinds of different election options out there. You can uh, vote you know sort of number the candidates your your favorite to your least favorite. You can uh, vote, you know, have a list of candidates and vote for, you know, put a certain amount of uh, votes by each of their names up to four by each person's name. And there's all kinds of different ways of, uh, of voting. So if you can if you can change the way we vote, then heck, let's really change the way we vote. Let's not let's not, you know, half measure and half step around here. Yeah. Let's let's get something that works better, because the biggest problem that, you know, one of the biggest problems facing the United States and its constitution that is uh, the oldest form of government in the world is is this zero sum game where the winner takes all colin any other yeah. thoughts you want to share yeah no i mean um uh, the point i mentioned earlier uh, i kind of agree I, I think i think they should implement that about um if you don't want to vote for any of them that should be actually a voting option i think that would now, be that's a something great we idea. could probably accomplish on the state level a lot of these ideas that people have for the federal government they're impossible to implement because again the system's just too entrenched there but you're in new hampshire and i believe that you are a free state project participant am i correct about that that's correct yeah so you're here in new hampshire there's an influx of people who care about liberty who are actually willing to get active and actually you live in nashua where there were at least there's at least one that i know of, maybe more than one uh, liberty-oriented free state project participant who got elected which is uh, is great news and so it's certainly possible to implement these sorts of changes on a more localized level make it so we got more of a, a parliamentary kind of a system for instance or uh, change the way the the system the voting and election electoral system works here that's a possibility nationally i think it's a total waste of time and it's nothing more than political fantasy but uh, as always thanks for the call tonight colin appreciate hearing from you 855-450-FREE putting none on the above none of the above on the ballot in new hampshire is a possibility that is in a you know the distinct realm of possibilities also making ballot access easier for third parties New Hampshire is not one of the better states on uh, third parties, so that's something that could change as well. Uh, 855-450-FREE, proportional voting, instant runoff voting, these are all possibilities at the state level. And really probably not so much a possibility in your state because you probably don't have a growing activist movement of liberty-oriented people who could implement such a thing. 855-450-FREE, more coming up, Free Talk Live. 
Do you have a website or product that you make available to people nationally or even internationally? Free Talk Live is heard on more than 100 radio stations and 2XM channels. FTL has also been voted five times the best political podcast of the year and four times been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list, the 100 most important radio programs in the country. We can do ad packages for you from as little as $500 a month on up to $3,000. I'll work with you to customize a package that will work within your budget. Contact me, Mark, at mark at freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves. Toll free, 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll free line. Join us online, freetalklive.com. We've got listening options for you. There's the broadband version of the show, as well as a dial-up speed one and one in the middle, a mid-band stream. That one of those three streams will fit your internet connection, guaranteed, or your money back. We don't charge you for the website, so that's probably not going to pan out. But it's uh, it's free. So go to listen.freetalklive.com, enjoy, and you can listen however you want. Somebody had posted on our Facebook page uh, about having trouble listening on their iPad. They yeah. uh, they thought that it was a conspiracy, uh, that well, uh, I think it was a joke. Apple had – I don't know if it was a joke. I don't know. If, it's hard to tell when people are joking online because all of the uh, the subtlety of human communication he is stripped say, away. He did say, say it isn't so. Okay. Yeah. Well, it isn't so. Uh, it, uh, it wasn't a. Uh, it wasn't a conspiracy by Apple. The guy who was programming the LRN app uh, for iPad decided to move on to other things, and it was just more of a labor of love for him. And I guess he decided that it was such a complicated program; it required a certain level of upkeep mm-hmm. in order to keep it. You know. St- I guess he, it wasn't just like something to tune to the website and then hit the streams. There was actually some custom programming there mm-hmm. uh, where he needed to have something that he updated every time uh, LRN changed its programming. So leaving it just idling would have made it look bad if people downloaded it, I guess was the point. So he decided to pull it. When you guys so. switched to SoundCloud, I could no longer get the the MP3s with my Dolphin browser on Weird. my Android. And just by going to freetalklive.com and clicking the download link, it yep. wasn't working. Yep, it was getting a I, I can't remember, but it was it was downloading a a collection. the The file name looked like a collection of upper and lowercase letters. Yeah, that's not doesn't sound right. And that, so so I got a new browser and it worked fine. I probably could have made, adjusted some settings on the Dolphin browser and got it to work, but I just it's got, usually easier to just try a new yep, browser and see yep, what happens. Yep. Well, I'm glad that you uh, figured out a workaround. I mean, technology isn't perfect. There are incompatibilities out there. Um, but the question was, well, what do I do? I can't. You know, this app isn't there anymore. What do I do? Well, you can use any streaming radio app to listen to Free Talk Live streams. Uh, and so, what I would recommend, the, probably the easiest one, is TuneIn. If you get the TuneIn app, it's on everything. So whether you're talking about iPad or the iPhone or Android or even, I think it's even on like Palm and uh, BlackBerry and those old systems that no one uses anymore. BlackBerry is supposed uh, to be making a comeback. Is that right? Yep. Uh, good for them. They're talking about uh, it on NPR Marketplace a couple of times. Yeah, I'm glad to hear. I'm glad to hear about that little competition. Not that I'd know. Does uh, does good. But you can get the TuneIn app. It's free. And Free Talk Live and LRN.FM uh, are in there. Heck, even the Keen Police Scanner is in the, uh, the TuneIn app. So it's a pretty handy little app. But there are other ones <laughs> as well. Uh, there are other ones as well. And uh, they're all free. I mean, most of these listening apps are free. And then you can just click the listen link on our website. But if you're using TuneIn, all you have to do is just search for Free Talk or Free Talk Live. And then we'll come up. So 
Long um, live free talk. Yeah, listen. freetalklive.com. That uh, gets you access to not just our internet streams, but a bunch of uh, radio stations that we're on. Uh, you can learn about those, our satellite listening choices, and more. Go to listen.freetalklive.com. The very best thing that you're going to be able to do with your mouth this holiday season is eat candy from Stateless Sweets. Mm. They make all natural handmade candies there at uh, statelesssweets.com and you can get a whole variety of them. Go to the website. They've uh, they've actually done some new tweaking to the website to make it uh, work better for you. At statelesssweets.com. I cannot recommend this uh, candy more highly. Uh, I'd say the biggest problem with Stateless Sweets candy is is that you want to continue to eat them. Um, Ian, you've got a, you've tried new ones now. Still sticking with fudge? Uh, well, the fudge is my favorite for sure. I do like the the cinnamon. What are they? Cinnamon caramel caramels. Juice, I think. Yeah. yeah, I had the salted. Honey salted caramels um, mm-hmm. that came in the last time, and oh my! Those I think Johnny Ray good. had some of those too. I had plenty of those. Do you I think that they stop. contain crack? Because <laughs> I asked Jillian, uh, the, the the chef there, I don't she think said crack tastes good. Mark. No crack. No crack That's doesn't. Said. Pr- crack would probably burn your mouth. It just keeps on. You just keep on wanting to eat them. Yeah, it probably yeah. tastes like aspirin. <laughs> crack does that is? probably yeah, probably I worse know. i haven't eaten that crack i wouldn't know 855-450 free you are welcome to call about anything whether you want to tell us about eating crack or uh whatever's on your mind statelesssweets.com yeah all right so 855-450 free let's go back to the story here the new york times they're looking to cut 30 newsroom employees now they're offering buyout packages but they're telling their employees if 30 people don't step up somebody's going to lose their job without expecting it while the loss of 30 jobs pales in comparison to the ousting of roughly 100 newsroom staffers, this is a story from theweek.com, in 2008, it's the latest evidence that the Times continues to struggle despite putting up a subscriber paywall, which was intended to extract more revenue directly from online readers. The company added an impressive 83,000 digital subscribers in the third quarter and is on track to have more digital subscribers than print subscribers in the next year or two, which... If that happens, that would be pretty impressive, I think. But print and digital revenues in the third quarter dropped by 10.9% and 2.2%, respectively. The problem is that digital simply generates much less revenue than the print business, according to Henry Blodgett at Business Insider. He says, so as the print business continues to shrink, the newsroom has to shrink. Would the Times make more money from digital if it dropped its subscriber paywall? This is the question that was batted around endlessly before the Times decided to erect the paywall, and many argue that the Times made the right choice. Competitors that continue to offer their content for free, like the Washington Post and Britain's The Guardian, are on a glide path to a desiccated newsroom, according to Dean so Starkman. Are the, so is the Times. At the Columbia Journalism Review. And this is, uh, this is a problem in the news field. Basically, you know, Newspaper journalists, I I think newspapers, I would guess that newspapers have the largest amount of journalists out there, Mm -hmm. you know, hardworking journalists, Uh, you know, and when it comes to, you know, news is important. You want to get news, but people have been kind of conditioned online that they should get news for free. There was a world of a decade ago where if you wanted news, you paid to get news. If you didn't want news, you didn't have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean, you could watch the nightly news and, and that kind of thing. And of course, you paid by watching ads. Yeah. And that's why, I th- that's why I have recommended over and over again on this show that dailies adopt the weekly model and just go advertiser heavy. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, think the, I don't think the average person wants to pay for um, news 
I just don't think they want to, and I don't know how else you're going to pay journalists because that's how news is created. Would you extend that recommendation to National Public Radio? I think NPR has a really great model. Um, you know, listener it, support. Yeah, the listener supported model, and they've they've really built it. Uh, they get about somewhere between ninety two and eighty five. I think percent of their funding comes outside of the government. The government is a relatively small percentage of their funding. Mm-hmm. So I think that they are. If if the government would cut them loose, or if they cut themselves loose from the government, uh, the best the best choice is the government cuts them loose because what would happen is people would feel bad, they'd feel they'd outraged, pony up, yeah. they'd say, "Oh my God, I cannot believe yep. the, the government has cut loose such a fine product as NPR." And I'm a supporter. I give money to NPR because hmm. we we listen to it at my house. Uh, my wife, you know, bigger listener I than I am. That. I don't give any money. Well, fine. You don't have to. But we they do. already have my money through taxes. Well, very little um, as far as the percentage goes. And yeah. so if they got that that last bit cut, then they'd get more money and they'd they be bet fine. They probably would. They'd they probably are, get an influx. They are a real government success story. We on Free Talk Live talk about, hey, you know, call in with the, you know, the, the government program that worked. NPR would be that program. There's more coming up here. 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. More cutbacks at the Times. You can share your thoughts about whatever's on your mind. Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up whatever you want. We're here toll-free for you at 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that we have on the site there, including news updates. Get signed up over at news.freetalklive.com. You can follow us via email, Twitter, Facebook, whichever method is your preference. And, of course, all of them are free. Now, if you follow us via email... That's the way to get all the news about the show. Make sure you don't miss a moment or an announcement. No, you won't miss anything because they're all coming to your email box. Now, Twitter and Facebook, they're a little bit more, uh, I guess, what do you call it? You get it, you get it more Floaty, often? Fighty, flighty. Uh, the, you know, there, there's no guaranteed way to see everything unless you actually go to our Facebook or Twitter page. because they Hit or only, miss? Yeah, hit or miss. So you, you only see what you happen to see when you're on Facebook or Twitter uh, as far as what might, what might be happening at that moment. But... Yeah, you can get a sign up for whichever one is is right for you. Go to news.freetalklive.com or sign up for just one of them. In fact, it's Twitter Tuesday as we speak, so for the next several hours, uh, we will be accepting anyone on Twitter as uh, we will friend you, or not friend, I guess friend is the wrong term, Uh, we will follow you on Twitter if, if you tweet something at Free Talk Live. So tweet whatever you want, put at Free Talk Live in there somewhere, and we'll see it. Well, then click your profile and hit the follow button. It's uh, interesting. You know, the one's the follow, the other's the friend. It's, uh, you know, at some point there's going to be a social networking site that uh, calls, uh, you know, clicking and linking or whatever, deep French kissing or something. Okay. Yeah. At some point or another. Just go ahead and mention Free Talk Live and we'll deep French kiss you on uh, Twitter. (laughs) Have you ever (laughs) wanted to take a complaint to trial, but you didn't want to spend the money on an attorney? 
I mean, how many times has this happened to, to, to people? It can be so difficult uh, to get an attorney. It's so expensive, and you never know whether you're getting a good one or a bad one. HowToWinInCourt.com is your solution. It's a course for people who don't have an attorney. It works. Uh, it teaches you how to use the court's rules. Unless you know the court's rules, you're not going to win. It works for plaintiffs and defendants and civil or criminal matters in state or federal courts. It's a new, improved jurisdictionary course, HowToWinInCourt.com. It's written so that the average eighth grader could learn it in a weekend. It's brand, their brand-new website has all kinds of free tools. You go there, use the free tools, buy the course. It costs less than an hour with any good attorney. It's HowToWinInCourt.com. Once you finish up the the uh, the course, HowToWinInCourt.com, that, the, like I said, the average eighth grader can learn in a weekend, you'll get an honorary degree of Juris Doctor. So you'll be a you'll be a doctor. You never did that refresher that you promised us you would. I do haven't done it. Those low these many weeks ago. You know, it's I guess it's the holidays. Um, having you know something keeps on coming up every weekend, and uh, I'm going to be doing the pigs. What did you promise? That I was going to redo the course. I want to do a refresher oh, on the course. Gotcha. Yep. It's uh, howtowinincourt.com. You've been sl- you've been planning the uh, the pigs for slaughter. Yeah, well, yeah, been doing, right? they're going to the big uh, pig farm in the sky. So, uh, what might also be going to uh, something in the sky is the New York Times, as they uh, are lobbying. They're going to be lobbying off another thirty uh, newsroom employees here in a very short order. Objection, Ian, um, and I apologize for this. And I apologize to anybody who might, you know, be offended at uh, the spelling or pronunciation Nazi what that I'm going to be. You said lobbing, lobbing, to lobbing. Lob Lobbing off, as in to lob off ahead. Yes. Except is it it's lop? Precisely. Oh, damn it! Good call, man. I appreciate being corrected. Uh, lop to lop off. Huh? I I think I've had that one wrong my whole life, Johnny Ray. Awesome. Lobbing yeah. is uh, you know, like like a lob a tennis chunking, ball. Chunking, throwing. Yeah, yes. lob a tennis ball. Exactly. Uh, so to lop off uh, thirty employees. That's what's happening now at the New York Times as revenues are down, according to. Theweek.com, digital revenues, print and digital, both down. Uh, so even though their digital subscriber count has been going up, that you know people are paying to read the New York Times online, and there's a projection that within a year or two that the uh, digital subscriber count will exceed the print subscriber count, which that sounds like good news, but it doesn't matter that much if you can't sell the ads. And according to this... Uh, the ads are getting sold, but they're sold at lower rates now than they were just a couple quarters ago. Ten per, 10.9% uh, print ad rates are down in just the third quarter of this year, and digital's down 2.2%. And this is at the New York Times. According to Dean Starkman at the Columbia Journalism Review, he says print ads have been falling at a double-digit rate for six years. Wow, that's rough. So they went down 10.9% in the last this quarter, the third quarter of this year, but it's every quarter, quarter after quarter, they're falling at a double-digit rate, it seems. And So do you have any solutions, Ian? I've come on board with my uh, solution for the dailies to uh, solve their problem, and I know it's going to be distasteful because they have to kind of step down and get amongst the, the hoi polloi in order <laughs> to do it. Um, but uh, that it's really the only solution yeah. I see for them, and it, it well, seems like they'd rather just 
you know, dry, shrivel up and die than, I think, than do it. But. Well, right. I mean, that's why this is so fascinating. You'd ask me earlier if I was dancing on their grave, and that's not true at all. I mean, I, we've used the New York Times as content on this show. So, I mean, they have good stuff uh, now and then. And some people really like the Times. But they're old, and old business models tend to have the most trouble failing. Old establishments, most trouble uh, succeeding over time uh, after they've hit their peak, because once you got something good, it's only natural to want to keep keep it the way it's always been. I mean, it's working. Why change it? Well, it's not working now, but they don't know what exactly to do to change it. They're trying. I mean, they went through the, the digital subscription model thinking that was going to solve all their uh, their problems, but it hasn't. And surely they didn't know that. I mean, surely they didn't think that was going to solve it. I mean, you know, people want to they thought people wanted to pay for news. Well, apparently they do. I mean, they are getting people to sign up for this. So, but it hasn't been enough because it's too top-heavy. I mean, the New York Times is a top-heavy organization that has all this weight due to its, you know, the golden days of the New York, you know, the print business. Uh, they just they probably have too many administrators. They probably have too many employees that are making too much money and uh, the, all kinds of overhead costs. I know that they are. They ended up renting out spots in their building because. They didn't need the whole building anymore. They, they've laid wow. off enough people to where they just don't need the whole building, so let's rent out some of the rooms. Let's rent out you know, a couple floors uh, on the New York Times building. And so you know, they're going to need to downsize pretty significantly in order to stay alive, but they still have that – whatever that old mindset is of the way things should be or the way things used to be still, is still ruling them. And I, you know, businesses like that – can't ever really seem to break away, whether it's but Woolworths or whatever you're talking about. It would be as easy as getting rid of whatever the CEO is and bringing in a new CEO from some other place with some better idea. Maybe some young young kid. It doesn't need to be. They don't need to be young. They just need to be from outside of the newspaper industry, fresh. so they, they don't have fresh. that kind of uh, that kind of um, good point. Uh, you know, prejudice. Maybe you're right, Mark. Maybe they haven't tried that yet. Uh, but uh, So again, their ad rates are coming down, and they've been doing so at a double-digit rate for six years, with a 6% decline in 2010 being the one exception, which is the industry norm, by the way. While much hope was invested back in what seems like a different era in the idea that digital ad growth would eventually make up the slack, the reality-based community has now moved on. Digital ad growth has tapered off at disappointingly low levels. Now, you asked me one other thing about what, or one other thing about what I think my might work. I'm interested to see what happens with, I think it was the Times-Picayune down in the New Orleans area, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. I believe they cut delivery to three days per week, printing and delivery to three days per week. And that seems to be a smart move. It kind of takes them in more of a weekly direction, not quite all the way weekly, but it's it's less pulp, less paper, less uh, you know hours delivering product. These all people sell the- pulp and paper, and if you're going to sell paper, you need to sell more paper, not less paper. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but the news is already a day old. What's the difference if it's two days old at that point? And so you're, you know, you've the distribution costs are pretty significant. Sure. I have to say, you know, having involved, having been involved in a local activist paper here, the formerly what was formerly the New Hampshire Free Press, uh, I was the delivery guy for the the Keene area, and it was a time-consuming process going to just literally, you know, a dozen uh, distribution locations. You know, driving all around town, and that costs time and it costs gas. And, uh, you know, it's not something I really wanted to go and spend my time on. Of course, I wasn't getting paid for it. But well, uh, I think more and more it's going to be delivered digitally, but um, it, that still doesn't change that you need um, advertisers. 855-450-FREE. And the advertiser, what do they care if they're in two different papers? 
you know, one day versus the next. As long as people are seeing the ads, it seems to be all that matters there. We're coming up. It's Free Talk Live. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give five bucks a month to the AMP program. You likely buy all kinds of things online. Amazon is the largest online retailer. You can get what you need at the same prices with free super saver shipping by going to shop.freetalklive.com. Please do your online shopping at shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You bring up what you want toll-free, 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. With you tonight, it's Ian. Johnny Ray. And Mark. Don't forget, you can join us online at freetalklive.com. Hey, if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, I would recommend that you become a Free Talk Live amplifier. Go to amp.freetalklive.com. Get signed up there. The AMP program, AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. The idea is you send five bucks a month to the show. We take that money and invest it into Free Talk Live. Get on more stations around the country. Bring more internet listeners on board and expose new people to the ideas of freedom. So you can help us with that. It makes a big difference uh, when our listeners become amplifiers. Because you get perks too, by the way, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only podcast, forum, and more. Go and get the details and get signed up at amp.freetalklive.com. We appreciate it. One of the realities of a world that contains fiat currencies, like, well, every government currency that is out there, is the state inflates the currency base to fund its wars. It's mathematically impossible to for people to inflate bitcoins. Bitcoins are the new currency. They're a new step forward in the area of currency. And they allow you to send and receive money without having to pay any fees on it. They'll give you complete control over your own account. These things are tremendous when it comes to, uh, uh, you know, it's just a tremendous step forward in the area of currency. If the world used bitcoins, governments would have to think long and hard about who they're going to blow up and who they want to fight in a war. Antiwar.com is having its fun drive and they take bitcoins. Go to antiwar.freetalklive.com and donate to this worthy organization. They're the only ones out there reporting news that isn't slanted towards war. It's antiwar.freetalklive.com to donate in bitcoins. All right, so just a few more thoughts. We're going to write into your phone calls on the continual failure of the New York Times looking to chop off another 30 employees to cut costs uh, because well, a lot of the old business, uh, you know, old media business owners believe they can just cut their way to success uh, instead of innovating somehow. And that's not working. It's not going to work for the long run. But they really don't know what to do. Ad rates are down. Uh, the newsrooms are smaller than ever. And they just continue to get smaller. This is not uh, – doesn't seem to be a trend that's turning around or looking like it's going to turn around. They're getting more print, uh, more uh, digital subscribers. That's something that's turned around. But they're not they, worth as much as a paper subscriber. They're not worth as much uh, as far as advertisers are concerned. Right. That's for sure. And so Impressions that's, online just aren't as worth as much as a person who's getting dirty newsprint on their fingers. Right. In addition to that, uh, the one of the final points made here in this article out the week is that online – one of the other reasons why ads aren't worth as much is because there's no shortage of people to sell you an ad. 
I mean, there's no shortage of news websites with which you can, you know, purchase their advertising. So, yeah, it's true that there are probably only so many papers that focus on New York City, and so therefore there's still some level of limitation on, you know, how many ads can be sold. But there's nothing that stops anybody from putting up their own New York City-based internet website. There's mm-hmm. no barrier to entry there. There's no distribution costs that you have to bear up front. I mean, I actually looked into what it would take to start up a franchise of The Onion, which is my favorite newspaper, and it's too. it was too much. I mean, I first of all, I don't have the time for it. But even if I did have the time for it, it would have been a lot of money up front in, you know, newspaper stands, uh, Whatever cost you would have to, you know, incur to hire somebody that's going to take the papers around. There's a lot around. of overhead in running a uh, newspaper, right. there's no doubt. But there's almost zero overhead in just starting up your own blog, for instance. Well, and the Christian so, Science Monitor got rid of its print publication. And they're still out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at Talkers Magazine, our industry publication, got rid of its print magazine, even though it wasn't exactly failing, but they just saw that it wasn't going to be viable in the future, and they just well, decided, Harrison, let's cut it off. Yeah, Michael Harrison's a, a visionary, and he says, well, you know, this whole print thing's probably going to go away, or at least the competition's going to get more fierce. And it's expensive to print magazines, put them in the mail, and send them out. And Time-consuming I, and expensive. It, it, yeah. Absolutely. Ian, you mentioned The Onion earlier. You, The Onion is canceling their physical, the physical physical manifestation of their newspaper, right? Not entirely a true statement. The Onion uh, corporate is canceling its mailed version of the paper. However, there are franchises now. So in certain big cities, and actually cities as small as Austin, Texas, uh, The Onion is available on the street still. So you can get it on a bo- you know, like in a, in a free box kind of thing at a, a you know DC New York I think Philly might have it uh, there's several cities around the country that have kind of a localized onion where it'll have uh, the AV club in the back actually has local concerts and things like that uh, that are that are going on so it's it's a hip weekly paper in a lot of uh, big cities so that that still exists but you cannot order a mailed print subscription at this the point. the onion gives me a strange combination of hopelessness and personal glory the personal glory is just that that just that it's 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 so smart and wonderful to read and it makes me feel awesome reading it but i know that i'm pretty sure i'm never going to be good enough to write something of the caliber (laughs) as what's in the onion but i'm okay with that it's great satire i mean you really would have to be a brilliant satirist in order it's to be freaking able to, amazing. to crank out that much content on a weekly basis and then add to that the fact that they're not only doing satire in print form, but they're also doing the Onion television uh, product that's available in their I YouTube I think tomorrow channel. I'm going to be watching Porking Across America. That's a fun, Well, actually, it comes out on uh, Thursday, so you probably have to wait another day. But Well, it's, I haven't seen any of them. Oh, you've never watched Porking Across America? Yeah, no. you should totally check that out. And at, this is a, an Onion product. It's the Onion's latest series. They've, they've been... They've moved from doing just parodies of the news, like they had their Onion Radio News or their Onion TV News uh, channels right. that they do, where they make fun of Fox and MSNBC. Um, but now they've branched out into actually doing web series, uh, so continuing part, you know, one part each week kind of things. Sex House was their first one, and it was awesome. And uh, you pork- talked about it a lot. I did. And Porkin' Across America is. 
it's a spiritual successor to to Sex House. It's got that same dark comedy uh, flavor to it, and it's really good stuff. They took the guy from Today Now. If you've if you've heard enough Onion or seen enough Onion, you've you've seen this uh, character. He's he's one of the the smiling TV show morning hosts. You know those morning show. Mm-hmm. We've got our cup of coffee and tune in with us, and we'll interview people, and we're just having a blast. <laughs> those kind of TV morning shows. Sure. Uh, so they've been making fun of them for a while on their Onion News Channel. <laughs> They took the main host from that show, uh, Jim, and they uh, put him in this porkin' across America where he goes to all 50 states and eats pork. And he's just such a, a jerk. You know, you get to know the character and uh, and then let's just say certain changes happen to his character over the series. <laughs> oh, I'm not fascinating. I'm not going to tell you more about it. Um, but anyway, 855-450-FREE, that's the toll-free number. So the other point was that advertisers can pay less online, period, for uh, for digital, but also because of there's so much choice, these old companies are still trying to do business. They're not used to having unlimited competition. They're used to being one or two newspapers in one geographic area. Now they're competing with the whole world, and and so rates have to come down. So the times is stuck between a rock and a hard place. Digital subscription growth isn't enough to make up for the losses from the print business, and neither is their digital ad revenue. So what can it do? Well, it could accept its fate as a smaller newspaper. It could bank wishfully on an explosion of digital subscriber growth. It could even sell itself to a profitable news business like Bloomberg, or could join Facebook and nearly ever every other online company in trying to come up with more creative ways to sell advertising to its users. And to that end, the New York Times should start getting to know their readers better, according to Matthew Ingram at GigaOM, and use that targeted information to charge higher rates. Uh, but it's going to be tough because See, old he's got his recommendation too. Yeah. Old businesses change slowly and usually not fast enough to keep up with the new times. I say uh, that you know, take a look at the weeklies, take a look at the prof, the, the people that are doing what you do essentially in your area and doing it profitably, yeah. and take on some of the stuff that they do. Weeklies put a lot of ads in there. You know, put a lot of ads in. You can sell. You can have the same amount of ad reps servicing the same amount of people and just give them more ads and more papers and then you know they, then they can deal with more folks and just you know expand your advertising department they've laid off a lot of ad salespeople in uh, the newspaper industry and i think they're crazy for doing it the ads in the the ads in the weekly papers are like content unto themselves especially the ads for the strip clubs <laughs> well it, you know i, I wonder <laughs> about this um when you know you'll see these sort of advertorials pieces where they write up of something about the business and that kind of thing if they clearly labeled that in a daily and they put some of their writers to I mean to mm-hmm. work doing this. It's not like that copy doesn't sell. I can tell you people want to buy that copy. I bet they do. Let's that's go. what that's what the article on the front page of the Manadnock Shopper is. That's all it is. You're absolutely right. Let's go to Conrad. He's in the Soviet States of America. You're on Free Talk Live on the Amplines. Hey Conrad. Good evening, Conrad. Hey. I would like to talk about freedom. You speak much about freedom. And I'd like to explain that most people are born in slavery. Hmm. I tend to agree with you. Yes. We are born slaves to our choices, our desires, our consequences, and our uncertainty. And the one way to be free from this slavery... I want to know more. Hang on, Conrad. We're going to bring you back here in a moment after the news. 855-450-FREE. Born into slavery. He's got a one way out. Let's see what his uh, solution is. It's Free Talk Live. Hi, this is Mark Edge, host of Free Talk Live. 
We've been witnessing a meltdown of the very economic engine that powers this country, with a printing press tethered to Washington politicians, bureaucrats, and central bankers. How can we put our trust in paper money? For years, I've been buying gold and silver from Midas Resources, and you should too. Come see gold.freetalklive.com or call 877-357-9938 for a free book titled 10 Reasons to Own Gold. With Washington, D.C. delivering more debt and printed promises, common sense tells us the future of the trend is obvious. Everyone listening should visit gold.freetalklive.com or call 877-357-9938. I trust Midas Resources for my gold, silver, platinum, and you can too. Again, I want you to have this book, and it's free. It's gold.freetalklive.com or 877-357-9938. 877-357-9938. Free Talk Live. We're launching into the third hour of the program. You can dial in toll-free. Just take control of the airwaves at 855-453-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us online over at freetalklive.com. Joining you in studio, it's Ian and Johnny Ray and Mark. Toll-free number again, 855-453-FREE. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. Right back into you and your thoughts. Let's go back to Conrad in the Soviet States of America. We brought you on just before the news break there, Conrad, and you were telling us that you had some sort of true path to freedom. Can you recap briefly? Uh, yes. We are all enslaved at a very young age through consequences of choice and uncertainty. So the one true path to true freedom and enlightenment is through obedience. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it that said that? Wasn't that John Ashcroft or somebody like that? I do not know. It is idea I come up with from listening to our comrade leaders' ideals. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to see if I can figure out who it was that said that, because I, I imagine it was said originally back in the day of uh, Hitler, for instance, but it was also said recently, like within the last decade, uh, basically saying that uh, obedience is freedom, and I, I wish I could easily pull that up. It but. certainly sounds Orwellian, doesn't it? Yeah. O- obedience is freedom. I uh, would like to, you know, I, I remember, I can't remember all the little phrases from 1984, but, uh, you know. What other wisdom did you have to share with us tonight, uh, Conrad? Well, I also want to point out that I look forward to the changes in the future technology. I'm looking forward to when the government has the power to make nanites to take away the possibility of the damaging uh, contrast of choice. (laughs) When we no longer have the capability of choices, we can truly be free to live without fear of consequences or fear of uncertainty. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. 855-450-FREE. That's the scary thing about technology is, uh, you know, you think it's going to save us um, and and that kind of thing. But, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe they will be able to create little nanite robots that uh, somehow can control your mind and turn you into some, you know, slack-mouthed, window-licking moron. (laughs) 
Well, technology is not going to save anyone. It's just going to empower the individual and is empowering the individual to save themselves. Uh, you, you don't just get to be free because someone made a computer. You have to put that to use. It is a tool that uh, can be used, as you would acknowledge, to control. Certainly all technology has the, you know, the potential for, uh, for negative usage. But the, the technologi- uh, technological advancements that we have had in our lifetimes has been spectacular and it has only de- uh, it has only decentralized power. Yeah, uh, and that's what we're seeing with the you know the death of the New York Times, for instance, or the slow, agonizing death of the New York Times. <laughs> at, uh, at this point, it's the descent. Is how technology has come along and brought competition to news gathering, and and these old do- old dogs don't know what to do about it. Uh, but the computer itself isn't going to save anyone. It's just a tool. So it depends on how you use it. Uh, of course, uh, we know that the, the technology of the Internet has allowed us to bring this show to you. Free Talk Live would well, that's not undeniable. be possible uh, if it were not for the tools that we have today. We could not have done this show. In, you know, if we were around, if we were 20 years older, Mark, and, you know, getting into talk radio back in 1989, for instance, we wouldn't have been able to do this show. It would not have been commercially viable in any way, shape, or form. It's barely viable at this point. (laughs) We say something and people get upset. They pull their ads with uh, with Free Talk Live. I mean, it has happened a few times, but not not them. Thankfully, most of our advertisers are pretty pretty dedicated, pretty great. Uh, But... It's a it's a long hard road on the the liberty path. Yeah. Just remember, um, audience, if you like Free Talk Live, that uh, you know these advertisers that you're hearing right now are sticking with us. Yes. So let's go to Ike listening in Louisville to LRN.FM. Hey, Ike. Hey, how's it going? What's on your mind tonight? I want to borrow a concept from Ben Stone, the Bad Quaker. Yes, sir. As as the market as <laughs> as tyranny increases the market for liberty increases. And I think that newspapers like the New York Times are a government mouthpiece for propaganda, and people are becoming more exposed to alternative viewpoints because of the Internet. And it's just a matter of time before places like this, the New York Times, go out of business. And I think you guys are attributing a lot of their failure to their business model. I think a lot of their failures due to their content yeah. Well, well, let me. Um, so, so I'd like to let let me juxtapose this. I'm not going to disagree with your statement because I don't know, but I would say that most of the liberty content I see out there is written sort of from a theoretical standpoint, or it references what let, let's call for the for the lack of a better word. Real journalism. Real journalism meaning reporters have gone out and attempted to, you know, be unbiased in reporting the news or whatever, brought the facts to you, put it in some place that can be referenced online, and uh, it doesn't have the slant of opinion to it, or at least not an overt slant of opinion. And so, I mean, here on Free Talk Live, where where would the show be without you know, real news to, to, to read and, and report on and or not report on, but on to comment on. Yeah, I guess. But at some point, you know, there's going to have to be other news sources. Oh, and there are. And uh, I think we'll continue to see the growth of uh, the digital that you're describing uh, over time. I think it's an exciting time for news because there's everything benefits from having multiple choices and sources i think that certainly some people are rightful uh, are in a, you know in a right place to criticize the new york times and some of its editorial policies and that kind of thing uh but ultimately it's all biased right so like if you go online you're going to find that there's a bias at the huffington post you're going to find that there's a bias at freekeen.com at least at this point it seems like 
we're kind of moving past the idea that news can be objective uh, and <laughs> just accept the bias. You watch MSNBC, you know you're getting a lefty bias. You watch Fox News, you know you're getting a righty bias. Uh, everybody should know what the bias uh, biases are of the news organizations that they're looking at. Yeah, but the difference is that Liberty Media doesn't advocate uh, violence. This is true. I am with you there. Anything else you want to share tonight, Ike? Yeah, go Freedom Fiends. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. It's an LRN.FM fan there. Yeah, it's it's a great show, Freedom Fiends. You can check them out. Andy mentioned Bad Quaker. That's right. Andy called into Free Talk Live. Uh, I mean, he's hitting some of the major high points of LRN.FM there. No doubt. Let's go to Warren. He's listening in New York. or Actually, I think it's Lauren. Lauren, you're on Free Talk Live. You guys talk long enough to take my call, man. (laughs) Well, do you want to complain or do you want to... Hold on just a second, Lauren. Hey... We take the calls when we can take the calls. Yeah. See, here's uh, let me explain something to you, Lauren. This is a talk show. It is uh, a show that we do to entertain people primarily. There's a bit of an educational component to it, but that's secondary. We have to get people to stay tuned in if we want to help them you know, along on the ideas of, uh, of freedom. And having the same guy call in every single night, not that you do that. You don't. Uh, you did call last night, though. And so, therefore, I'm going to put on callers that we don't know. Before I put on the callers that we do, I didn't know who those oh. last two callers were. So, okay. Yeah. So I hope that makes sense to you. And if you got a problem with it, tough. Go ahead with your thoughts. Uh, it does make sense to me. There you go. All right. So you're All on the right. air now, though. So what do you want? What's up? <laughs> I want to talk about James Holmes, man, because you guys, I don't like the way you guys talked about him yesterday. Man's innocent. He's innocent. Yeah, he's innocent. He's completely, utterly innocent. This we is the alleged killer. Jail. Who allegedly shot up a theater full of people? He didn't, though. Who he allegedly though. told uh, his cellmate, or not cellmate, but somebody who's in the same jail with him, that he did do it. And people were reporting that he's uh, spitting at guards and uh, acting like a well, madman. Well, yeah. Well, that person who, um, that person in the jail, who uh, said that uh, he said that he was proud of killing babies and stuff like that. That person. That was a that was an inside job right there. That person actually works for the state uh, correction uh, department in Colorado. Um, Who you know she got caught out. Oh, that person. What about she, the what about the inmate? I don't know what you're talking about, but what about yeah, the inmate? The inmate, yeah, that's her. It's nope, the inmate was male. Look, no, inmates do not work for yeah. the the uh, Department of Corrections. Corre- corrections officers work for the Department of Corrections. But I'll tell you what, I'll let you come back here in a moment. You can tell us why you think James Holmes is innocent. Uh, 855-450-FREE. I don't know if he's innocent or not. He hasn't been put on trial at this point. So until he's proven guilty, he he's should be considered innocent. innocent. But according to what the guy who was in jail with him said... He was talking about what he did. So 855-450-FREE. Now that is hearsay, so take it with a grain of You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio, podcast, satellite, webcam, and our live streams. But did you know you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere? Add this number to your phone. 213-493-0308. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Listen Lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 213-493-0308. That's 213-493-0308. 
This is Free Talk Live, toll-free number tonight, 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and you can take control over at freetalklive.com. You can get on the air, you can bring up whatever you want on the air with us, but also online you can bring up what you want on our website, meaning that if you find some sort of news article, YouTube video, or perhaps uh, you know something else that you think is interesting, neat, or fun. I know, Johnny Ray, you're about ready to start watching uh, Porkin' Across America with Jim Haggerty on The Onion. That'd be a fun one to link up there. So you can link fun stuff, serious issues, whatever. Just put the link in as show prep. Submit it as show prep at freetalklive.com. It then appears on the upcoming stories page. At that point, it will then it must receive a certain number of votes in order to be promoted from the upcoming stories page to the front page of the website. And you can make all that happen. You can go and vote on things, vote them up, vote them down. Uh, you can submit new content to the site as well. So it's a great way to get your the stuff that you like online seen by more Free Talk Live listeners and possibly the hosts, possibly even talked to, uh, talked about on the air. So go to freetalklive.com and get interactive. Again, freetalklive.com. Are you looking for camping, hunting, survival, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries the name brands that you want at the prices that you're, you'd prefer to pay. Um, the, the lowest prices. Ammunition, knives, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, optics, firearm accessories, archery, air guns, holsters, water purifications, tent, apparel, boating equipment, and much more. ManVentureOutpost.com. They're family-owned, members in good standing of the Better Business Bureau, and they've got the lowest prices. Go check for yourself. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. Let's go back to Lauren. He's in New York. Uh, Lauren, you critiqued us on Twitter, I believe it was, last night after your call saying that we wanted to avoid this issue, and I think that's nonsense. We'll take on whatever it is. Did we talk about it after we went off the air? Uh, I don't maybe. But anyway, you're calling about James Holmes, the alleged shooter at the Colorado Theater. You believe he's innocent. Yeah, he was was a patsy like they uh, did to Oswald. Unfortunately, um, he got caught up in the brain control program. You don't think Oswald pulled a trigger? No, Oswald had nothing to do with JFK. Well, the difference between a Pats... Okay, if Patsies aren't innocent, they still commit the crime, right, in most cases? I don't know that that's necessarily Isn't a Patsy basically set up to take a fall? I'm going to go take a look at that, but... set up to take the fall. He was set up to take the fall. Maybe a scapegoat. Because they brainwashed him to be in the back of his car. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what they programmed him to do. um, This is your theory, though. You don't actually have any evidence of it, right? Well, he, that's where he was found. He was they found, found him outside the, the theater, the in the, the back of the theater, by his car, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they found a, uh, another gas mask. See, he had a gas mask on. And they found another gas mask in the front of the theater. I mean, how does that make sense? So those two gas masks there, he, he came in there, James Holmes, right, supposedly, and threw smoke. Well, we're taking your word for it, Lauren, because you made a claim last night about uh, this situation that in no well, place had we ever seen was 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 right. Being that's, that's the problem. And Lauren, maybe this is a very interesting fact, but this is the first time I've heard it too. 
And, uh, you know, obviously it would take a certain amount of people researching and these kind of things in order to, uh, to, to find out. But if we do find out that the claim that you've made is true and they railroad this uh, patsy through, and that's what it means, a person who's easily swindled, deceived, coerced, or persuaded, a sucker. Um, right, but patsies frequently are people who are suckered into doing the act, correct? I don't think that, no, no I don't okay. think that that's necessarily part of the definition. But you can go scapegoat ahead. would be somebody who didn't necessarily scapegoat do it. Scapegoat is a synonym for a person upon whom really? the blame uh, for something falls. Scapegoat, fall okay. guy. Interesting. Um, so anyway, uh, you know, if if we do find out that this is true at some point in the future, and I can tell you, I'm not going to go hunting it down because it doesn't really matter to me. Um, what you know, what what's it going to prove? Um, listen, we have to be mindful of our government. It's time for a revolution in this country. What do you mean it's by that? Time for us. Excuse me. What do you, when you say it's time for a revolution, that's a very trite statement. It's it's common. What do you mean when when you say that? We need to remove this government. Everybody How? that's in the banking system, we need to remove all of them How? right now. How are you going to do that? Because if they're willing to brainwash one of us and put us in a movie theater, I, sh- I understand your hands, your passion. I get it. To do with that. Lauren, I to blame it calm on down. Us. It was the government. Calm, settle down. You've got to think straight here. I get the I get the passion. I get being upset. I get it. The government right. does horrible things. You don't have to convince me by telling me that somebody's been brainwashed. I'm already convinced this government is full of evil people. Right. They also murder people around the world, and that we don't need a conspiracy theory to prove for us. So there's no doubt the people on this show agree with you that the government is bad, uh, that they hurt peaceful people. Whether they brainwash folks or not, that's another discussion to be had, and uh, I don't really care about it. We call it public school. But Well, there is that. That's a great point. Point. Um, but what do you want to see happen? I mean, it's it's easy to say, we got to get rid of these guys. What do you mean? How? Well, first off, we have to get um, everybody who's, um, you know, a political prisoner in jail, out of jail. How? Uh, James Holmes. You're going to break in? Well, revolution, obviously. You're going you to get a tank and roll it through the side of the prison? So does this revolution... Well, doable. D- <laughs> we have um, plenty of friends in the military who will help us out. You no, think so? I don't think you but do. Not. You think so? How many of your friends are willing to help you do that? Well, listen, like I told Mark uh, a couple weeks ago, it'll only take a minority of us to overthrow this government. Uh, What do you mean by overthrow? Overthrow our freaking God-given right. We have a right to overthrow this government. Well, normally when someone says overthrow, it means violence. Is that what you're getting at? He said drive a tank. we have a right to violence. We have a right to violence. Yeah. We have a right to bloodshed. I disagree. I Washington, D.C., so, full. All you're going to have blood. happen, Lauren, is the violence is going to be turned right back around on you. You use violence, and you'll feel it back tenfold. So, Lauren, so this is what's attractive to people who um, you know, really hold up the, the revolution, the Revolutionary War from 200 and something years ago, is, is that they believe that it can be replicated. And I tend to think that it can't. Because technology has leapt forward, and the government has at its disposal killing machines that will, you know, never put them. They never put themselves in danger. Uh, if they if they take you out, they're taking you out from the inside of a truck that you can't penetrate with a bullet. Um, so 
you know, they they, it, they don't fight fair. They don't line up in red coats and then, uh, you know, fire volleys of muskets at you. So I don't think that that revolution can be had any longer from a violent standpoint. Also, if you'll take a look, and the people have done studies on this, um, there's, uh, what was uh, Erica, can you help me out here, Chenoweth? Uh, yeah, I think so, Chenoweth. Yeah. Chenoweth uh, did a uh, civil action book, a um, book called Civil Action by Erica Chenoweth. Uh, she studied the last hundred years of revolutions and versus civil action. And what they found is is that revolutions, violent revolutions, are becoming less effective over time. They're already less effective than civil actions and changing governments. Um, and they're becoming less effective as time goes by, and civil action is becoming more effective through communication. If you want a revolution, and I understand why you want a revolution, you're not going to get it with two, two, three rounds. <laughs> The only way I could see a violent revolution being a good thing is if it was perpetrated by perfect people, and there are no Mm. perfect people, people who could perfectly judge good from evil and who is deserving of death and who isn't. And, and Lauren, you're not perfect, and I'm not. Nobody in this room is. Nobody on this world is perfect. Thanks for the call, Lauren. Appreciate hearing from you tonight. And if you were perfect... You wouldn't be violent in the first place. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, consider Keen. Civil disobedience, politics, media, outreach, and social events. Keen has it all. Get connected with video, audio, our forum, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves here at 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are free on our website. They include archives, so if you've missed a moment of the show, it's no problem. You can just click and download as many as you would like. They're right there, front page of the website. The last seven days' worth are at the top of the page. And then if you want more than that, you can click into the archive section and go back for years Uh, on the website. Plus, there's our SoundCloud page, which makes it easy to share any episode that you might like on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, So click on the share button for whatever episode that you want to share. We were talking earlier with somebody who had called the very beginning of the show, concerned that if he recommends Free Talk Live to somebody that he uh, is friends with or a loved one, uh, that they might tune in and we'll be talking to somebody like Mr. Tackpans, who was uh, the... Let's call him bipolar uh, individual. That's what he says. That's his diagnosis, uh, allegedly. He seems kind of crazy. Uh, but we had Mr. Tackpans on. He was a nice kind of crazy, though, like a genuinely nice guy yeah, who pleasant guy. happens to be a little bit, uh, well, different uh, from folks. But if, I can understand that if somebody tuned into that randomly, that they would have no idea what's going on. Now, that wouldn't mean that they wouldn't necessarily listen, uh, and that was kind of the idea, is to provide entertaining content that uh, is going to get people to stay tuned in. Uh, But, you know, if there's something that we say on the air that you think is absolutely great, uh, every now and then we're guilty of that uh, here, even if it's by accident, you make a note. I get quoted all the time on Facebook. Make a note and, uh, and then take that link. Or take that show and then hit the share button on SoundCloud and share it out with the friends that you want to hear, you think would would value that, would think be entertained by it or in, enlightened by it. So uh, the SoundCloud page is a tool that you can utilize to help share Free Talk Live with your friends and family. So go to freetalklive.com, look on the left-hand side under Listen and Share for the SoundCloud link. 
right there. Let's go to the phones and to the fun. We'll talk to Rob listening in Indy to WXNT. Hey, Rob. Hey, what's going on, guys? On I had a comment on your, about your previous caller with the Aurora Shooter. Yes, I, only, sir. I don't get to listen to you guys all the time, so if you've covered this in the past extensively, I apologize for the repetition. But Go for it. Um, there possibly of this a conspiracy theory. The shooter's father wrote um, high-frequency uh, trading algorithms for mm-hmm. a FICO. And he was ready to blow the whistle on the LIBOR uh, trading. Yeah, somebody called about this last night. It's, it, was it you that called last night, or was it somebody else? No, 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 sir. No, I, no, I, was, no, I was working last night, no, so I wouldn't get you to call. Okay, yeah. I was yeah. just wondering. I, but, I mean, it's kind of funny because this kid was a straight-A student, pretty much a genius, and then all this other stuff going on. And this guy and his father was ready to name names. Or trillions of dollars of land, and what yep. counts, right? And I, I, I think that it's a very interesting case. It's the um, the sureness that Lauren uh, t- t- portrays here that bothers me. That uh, you know that he's certain that the guy is innocent and that kind of thing. I I I, I distrust anybody who makes statements of uh, certainty like that, and I think that it uh, I think it undermines credibility. Oh, and also, when when, when um, people reported seeing multiple shooters or different people, very similar to the uh, Seek, is a Sick or Seek shooting in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. where the first person they interviewed out of that temple said there were two shooters, and that was scrubbed. And only luckily somebody had recorded that, and then after that, everything was just a single shooter from a racist heavy metal band, you know, I mean, this kind of thing. Well, witnesses are notoriously inaccurate on their recollections of what happens, so it's hard to really know what the truth is, even from witness statements. Oh, absolutely. But again, I don't, I don't, I don't put any of this past the government to doing this kind of thing, so either. So, I mean, I'm not out here wearing a tinfoil hat, but it doesn't, but when things like that, you know, I don't know any other underlying story about the Wisconsin shooting, but this thing in Aurora, that's just too coincidental for me. So that's all I have to well, say. Well, I guess we'll learn time. more, I mean, because, you know, at some point there's going to be a trial, unless this guy pleads guilty. Well, I mean, I don't I, – if the government if, – if somebody was in on the conspiracy, the trial is not going to catch him. Right. I get what you're saying, but at this point, no one has talked to this guy yet, right? Like, no no interview has been conducted. The media have not been able to access him. So we have yet to hear what James Holmes himself actually has to say. All we well, hear about is, is hearsay from the people that are either working at the jail he's being held at or are inmates at the jail that he's being uh, held at. Okay, so I won't let anybody talk to him either. The, um, there was this uh, female serial killer, Diane Warnos, is that her name? Um, and anyway, there was this uh, female serial killer down down in uh, uh, Florida, and I saw two documentaries on her, written but done by the same guy. Sort of like part one and part two. Um, part two was done a couple of years later when she was getting ready for the death chamber. The first one, you left it believing that she was innocent. The mm-hmm. second one, you left it believing, oh my God, she's, she's guilty, guilty because mm-hmm. she confessed to it to the sky because this lady was crazy mm. and. Um, I mean, you know, she was just she's just some psychopath, like real, you know, schizophrenic kind of, you know, just didn't have a grasp on reality. So she would lie in one case and, mm. you know, just say all kinds of things. So if this guy's crazy, you'll be able to get whatever kind of statement you want out of him. And possibly it will back up whatever statement that you have. So, I mean, you know, there's just it's really difficult. Who knows? No, Rob, I, I agree. But 
like I said, I just think it's too coincidental. And when you're talking about trillions of dollars and people getting hide and he's ready to name yeah. names and go whistleblower, I just, nah, that's just too coincidental for me. So I would say it's, ri- I think guys. it's a ridiculous theory because it suggests that they had set this kid up. No, no, here's a possibility. We talked about it the, the, the night of, and I talked about it because I thought that this was, or we talked about it a couple of days after that. I think that this is possible that somebody went in with a mask on, shot up the theater, hopped in a car, and left this guy drugged and stunned in the parking lot okay but that they what i think is ridiculous is the idea that they would have you know set this kid up in advance knowing that there his dad was going to be doing this testifying in front of whatever this panel was uh when well, as that was, was the whole idea they drugged this kid they had somebody moved in with them to to drug him that was this is what they're but saying but it didn't that, stop that the testimony as we, we found out time. last night last night the somebody else testified instead of his dad what's the difference maybe the testimony was different very different. This guy was his, his his dad was pretty much a math genius, and he he traced all this stuff. He knew exactly where everything was. So why not yeah. just kidnap him? I mean, why go with the big? Uh, you know, what is it? Is it Occam's razor? Where, Occam's. Occam's razor, where that which is uh, most likely to have occurred is what. Occur- I, I know I'm, just, I'm butchering it. Yeah. yeah. What is the simplest explanation? Is the most likely yeah, explanation. Uh, so, you know, if you want to get rid of somebody or stop them from doing something, there are much more direct ways than brainwashing his son and or kidnap, you know, kidnapping his son in the hopes that he would be so distraught that he wouldn't be able to go through with what he was planning on going through since whenever. Well, you could use it and as, coordinating it's a, them both. It's a warning and coordinating them warning both. Anybody else, nobody else will step up either because, OK, you will let you live. but You're going to live with the guilt and the grief of uh, your loved ones dying. They're not going to so they're not going to go after. But what makes that. you think Absolutely. he put that together? I mean, that, uh, that that was what the warning was. I mean, if somebody sent him some kind of a note like, hey, we did this to your son, then that would have been a warning. But uh, otherwise, it's just coincidental. I think. Oh, I, again, I'm not saying this happened or not. There's just, there's just so many one of the things out there besides some genius student just decided to buy a bunch of guns and go into a theater and shoot people. Yeah, I mean, I don't know I mean, what the story that is. Sound, that doesn't sound credible either. I, so. I, I don't claim, like in, in all these conspiracy theory stories, I don't claim to know what the truth is. I don't know. But I know that usually I don't believe the conspiracy theories either. And that's where I stand on it. Anyway, Rob, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you and the thoughts. 855-450-FREE. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You know, Lauren had mentioned this claim about the second gas mask that had been allegedly found at the scene. And, of course, I went and I looked online to see if there was anything about that because you had said, Mark, it was the first time you'd heard of it. It was the first time I'd heard of it. Johnny Ray, had you heard of that one? I hadn't heard that. Uh, so I went and checked it out. And the best source is uh, the intelhub.com claiming that a citizen journalist has documented the startling fact that a second gas mask, among numerous other unexplained items, was at the crime scene and has been subsequently covered up. Uh, They give a video where the allegations are made. Notice the pool of blood in the background, the trash bag. Looks to me like they doctored the scene as quickly as they could, so it's speculation. Uh, yeah. Sheila, Sheila interview attests to that. They could have seen, they would have seen a gas mask and a bloody knife on the concrete, and it would have struck them immediately, such that they would have testified about them. I don't see anything here, you know, that proves anything that they found an extra gas mask. But who knows what the truth is? Eight five five four fifty three, the SACL CAI toll free line. This is Free Talk Live. You take control. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, 
Buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give five bucks a month to the AMP program. It's my firm belief that Free Talk Live's AMP program is the best use of your charitable dollar among liberty-oriented organizations. Support all the organizations you love. But make sure you give five bucks a month to AMP at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want in the remaining moments here at 855-453. It's the Sickle CAI toll-free line. You can join us online, freetalklive.com. All the features are completely free, so enjoy those on us. And if you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, you can go to promote.freetalklive.com. You'll find a list of things that you can do to help get Free Talk Live into more ears around the world, including, of course, sharing the show with your friends and family on uh, social networking. Also, we've got web banners, graphics you can download, put up on your website or your blog to link other people over to Free Talk Live. There are real-life flyers you can print out, distribute, you know, post up in you know, bulletin boards at colleges, coffee shops, things like that. We've got all those tools and free bumper sticker for you as well. You can get the details on how to get one of those over at promote.freetalklive.com. That's promote.freetalklive.com. Uh, so was looking a little bit further into this uh, second gas mask claim about the Colorado shooter and there are pictures of a gas mask lying on the ground, but I've yet to find any real solid evidence that of the original claim, and that is that he was found wearing a gas mask. So if, you know, if that's true, if the police claimed that they found him wearing a gas mask, then it would make sense as to why everybody has a big question mark about, well, why was there a second gas mask lying on the ground? That doesn't make any sense. But I've yet to really find any solid evidence of that you know the claim that he was wearing a gas mask when they uh, allegedly found him there's a blog that claims that there's a police recording where the police said that they found him wearing a gas mask but that's not linked linked to i cannot find a link to that recording so i don't know if that's a true claim so how do you know what the truth is out there it's it's it goes back to something we talked about last night on the show there's there's so much information so many claims online it's really you know, you can do whatever level of in, independent investigation you can do, but at, at some point you just have to you have to make a decision, or no, or not. Yeah, I mean, you know, you don't need to convince me. I don't need to. I don't need to dig deeply into the facts of this case to believe that uh, the government is an inefficient organization that tends towards uh, actions that are that it's unaccountable because it is unaccountable tends towards actions that uh, you know are going to be just downright evil. That's that. I mean, all you have to do is look at states that have existed from, you know, up till now. Now, I, I'm not saying that I don't think that, uh, you know, that, that humans need some kind of governance. I'm just saying that look at what we've look at what we've tried up to this point. Let's try something new. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm unconvinced by this simply because I already am convinced that this particular organization doesn't work it's unaccountable and it does what it's want what it wants now when you start the deeper you dig the crazier it sounds let's go to the phones and the fun let's talk to jay listening in warrenville illinois jay you're on free talk live okay hey uh first time uh, listener so i've been oh, wow. about a week now well welcome uh what's on your mind tonight um basically uh, i'm 23 years old and i graduated uh college and i'm in the in the workforce now hospitality and uh, 
money security, basically, you know, I hear all these things of the Amero and gold and oil. And if I was to tell you in 10 years where I would be or how the world is going to be, you know, it's tough. Do I invest in the market or do I save my money? Or, you know, when I'm 60 something years old, how do I know there's going to be a social security? You can pretty much bank on the idea that it's going to be not there. Social security doesn't really seem like it's viable on into the future. Yeah, they've already, they're just proposing right now with this uh, fiscal cliff situation to, you know, cut down the way that uh, the cost of living increases will be uh, accrued for Social Security. So you'll be lucky if you can feed your pet on Social Security when it gets, uh, when the time comes. Yeah, anybody planning on Social Security is planning to fail. And, you know, if you ask this show where you're going, where, where the best place to put your money is, I mean, the answer is the answer is going to be bitcoins and precious metals. Uh, those are the things that I've got my money in. Those are the things that Ian's got his money in. And those are the things we're comfortable with. Also, capital goods or investing in yourself, buying training and education. Food, yeah, like food, ammunition, you know, business, dry goods. T- business tools. Yeah. Capital goods. Yeah. And, and by the way, when I say buy food and ammunition, I'm not saying that I necessarily believe that the economy is going to go so far south that you're going to be having to eat the dog in, in a year. Uh, what I, I mean is, is that, look, if you buy toilet paper today and the value of the dollar goes down um, in the future, it's going to cost you more money for the same roll of toilet paper. So you might as well buy it now. Look for sales. Right, right. Anything else you want to share? No, um, and uh, I thought that uh, I was listening to one of the comments the other day about uh, 900, the United States has 900 bases in 100-something countries. Yeah, the, the number's a little just, shifty. Uh, it blew my mind. Yeah, the, the number's a little shifty, the way they count them, but you can be certain that you're safe with a number like 600 real bases, and then there's like these other little you know, forward bases and stuff like that. Yeah, and I've been, you know, I've been paying taxes since I was like fifteen and a half, and it's mm-hmm. just starting to make sense of where all my money that I've been paying into, well, you know, the, I've been going to, because it would be nice to have that thirty-three percent. Sure <laughs> would. Week, you know. That uh, gallon, a gallon of diesel fuel, as I've seen uh, written in the past, a gallon of diesel fuel in uh, Afghanistan that the military uses cost two hundred dollars. Wow. So that's what your that's what your money's going for two hundred dollar gallon diesel fuel. Wow. Yeah, and we had a truck in the Marine Corps that would get. A half a mile to the gallon. Holy moly. Just because of the weight, right? I mean, just because it's... Just- yeah, it had a lot of special capabilities. It was very heavy. It was like a, it was like an all-terrain heavy hauler, material troop hauler. Say again? Do you guys think I'll see a draft in my lifetime? Good question. There have been some rumblings about bringing back the draft over the last decade. Odds are good if it comes back, it'll come back in the form of what they'll call national service. It won't. They're not going to, you know, ring in the draft. Or it's coming back. They're going to talk about national service and how now it's a better, kinder, gentler draft because you get to pick which uh, government bureaucracy you work for. Do you want to work for the military or do you want to work for the national service corps where you'll be doing whatever make work jobs the government has you perform, whether it's packing boxes or you know putting together picnic tables or, or- going 
going to foreign countries and killing people. Yeah. Um, you never know what it'll be. But so the is if there's going to be one, it's going to be very strange because what's the two things are happening in America. The politicians are getting further and further nationalistic or fascistic, depending on how you want to phrase that. And the American public is liking the politicians less and less. But the politicians don't really get it. Um, there's uh, some poll out there that basically said, uh, do the people do, do you believe that the government has the 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 interest of the people at heart or something like that and the answer was uh, like nine percent of the people believed yes and those nine percent were in the political class uh-huh yeah um, basically they they were people that either were in the government had been in the government or something like that and their interests are being kept by the state yeah so absolutely true. they believe that the state was keeping uh, keeping everybody's interests at heart but the rest of the rest of america like 92 percent basically said no and I don't know what would happen if they instituted this draft. There are a lot of people that will call this show and say a draft is good because such and such. And some of them will say it's good because, you know, then we'd stop having so many foreign wars. And I kind of get where they're coming from. But a lot of them say it'll whip those young people into shape. They're shiftless and stupid and they listen to bad music and I don't like them. (laughs) Dumb haircuts and their pants are too low. Well, Well, my uh, my dad went to West Point and uh, I wanted to follow in his shoes, but he was actually glad that I didn't go because of the war and how cruel it actually is and he's just glad that he doesn't have a son over there yeah good i mean there's a lot of guys like that who've been in the military and they know better they know that it's uh, it's bad news johnny ray what uh, branch were you in the marines you said yes how many years four years just like the standard that you guys have been saying four mm-hmm. years active duty four years in active ready reserve and is that done the ready reserve thing is that over for you or are you yeah. still on that yes i joined in 96 gotcha so uh, welcome aboard. Glad you're listening to the show. Yeah, how did you, you find? Awesome. How did you, you find us? Um, you, I work at a hotel, and you might know him. His name is Ralph Berkeley, and he said he knew you guys. And Ralph, um, uh, I think he's a Free State Project. Uh, yes, he is. Participant. Yeah. He, yep, he cool. introduced me to the whole Free State, the whole everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. And it really Funny. opened my eyes to a couple things. So. Thanks, Jay. Thank Welcome Ralph aboard. For us too. Yep, and Ralph's a nice guy. He came up here to ostensibly move, but he's one of those kind of free spirit types who uh, works. He is very. Yes. He he, <laughs> he also works on the road. He's like a telephone uh, expert guy. Exactly. And yeah. uh, so when he gets called to work, he goes and works in a place for weeks weeks yeah. on an end. And then his his car is actually in uh, the garage here at the LRN.FM really? Studios. Yep. Small world. Thanks for the call, Jay. Appreciate right, okay. hearing from you tonight. Uh, But really nice and intense dude. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so anyway, uh, we'll be back tomorrow night. You can join us online uh, in between now and then. I actually had another news-related story about, uh, you know, kind of the newspaper genre. The News Corp, uh, Rupert Murdoch, had started up his own online iPad-only newspaper. newspaper, And it's going down the tubes. Mm. So the old media can't even make the new media work. When they want the new media to work, even if they're trying real hard. (laughs) We'll see you tomorrow night online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Why did you move to the Shire? I moved here to the Shire because there's other people around who take liberty just as seriously as I do. I moved to the Shire because I saw videos of people challenging authority and thought that I could get support myself. It called to me, like, do this right now. I wanted to be around people like me who got it. And once I got here, I knew there was nowhere else that I wanted to be. Immigrating to the Shire was easy. 
I was instantly plugged into a community of individuals who also care about peace, liberty, and justice and are willing to do something about it. The people here are awesome, loving, and positive. It was for the adventure and for the feeling of something important is happening here. And I just wanted to come to sort of be part of that. Visit ShireSociety.com to read and sign the Shire Society Declaration and learn the reasons why, if you love liberty, you should immigrate to the Shire. Plus, add yourself to the Shire map at ShireSociety.com. That's ShireSociety.com.